You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey guys, it's the gay king, ruler of all gayness. What? <laughs> like the mad king, but instead yes. of gayness, it's madness? Yes. Instead <laughs> so, of madness, it's gayness. Instead of burn them all, suck them all! <laughs> suck them suck all! Them all. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, before we get started, I want to let everybody know that if I sound a little bit under the weather, it's because I am... But I wanted to talk about Game of Thrones so bad, I was like, Michael, get your ass over here. <laughs> yeah, he's under the weather, and it's raining outside, so it's weather outside. Yeah, so. It's, it's applicable. <laughs> but, so I got, I got two things I want to say first. One, I'll hail the king in the north, Michael, king prediction head. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, I'm like, I don't even remember what I said. Well... <laughs> Remember our, our big wager? Or like, I was like, put your gate prediction oh, head oh, yeah. crown Well, we still don't know yet. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the writing is on the wall. <laughs> there is no going back from this episode, bro. I was like, oh, what is happening? <laughs> Danny, why? Um, so I just want to concede to you now. Because <laughs> what I said might not have, like, they both might die. Like, neither one of them might be on the throne. I guess it's a good point. We did it either or. But the way it's going, nobody might be on that throne by the end. Um, well, it's going to be Sansa. But number two, Sansa. I did predict this last week. Didn't I not say Civil War? But that was not the prediction for the crown. Yeah, like, <laughs> so it's worthless. Uh-huh. Remember how I was like, I think at the end, like, it's going to end up being a Civil War between Danny and John, Just because how the long night went and where they seem to be taking Daenerys' character. I had already kind of given up on my theory at that point. But I was just like, yeah, they'll have a Civil War. But when I said that, I did not think... It was going to go down the way it went down this episode. Like, I thought it was going to be a thing where, like, yeah, we beat Cersei. Maybe we had to use more force than necessary. Maybe we we look at Daenerys kind of sideways because she's been kind of being a bitch toward Jon because he's, oh, you're you're the true king and people don't love me here. But the way it went down, nah. (laughs) It ain't even a little bit that she's, like, off the rails. My girl went full. We'll get to that. we'll get to that when we get to that right now. I'll really get into that right yeah. now because rather than read emails and iTunes reviews, I just want to get this this episode done quick. Sorry guys, if if it's a two and a half hour podcast, my apologies <laughs> instead of a four hour one. But yeah, let's just I just want to jump right into the topics this week, and we're gonna be talking about Game of Thrones. We're gonna talk about uh, anime this week, so One Punch Man latest episode, also Attack on Titan season three part two, mm-hmm. and you finished Cobra Kai. So we're going to talk about that. But what's most important... You're forgetting... What? Pika Pika. Oh, fuck. Man, <laughs> that's how fucked up I am. Wow, this is Detective Pikachu weekend. And I just saw that movie like yesterday. <laughs> but yes, it's Detective Pikachu. You want to start there? 
No, I want to talk about Game of Thrones. Good, because I do too. I'm like, we should talk about movies first, but fuck that. <laughs> Game of Thrones has been an eight-season movie, and it's ending in the stupidest fucking way possible. But hey, that's just me. Maybe you loved it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, see? This shit is rushed. Like, what? Oh, that's another thing. I got to fucking concede to you there, there too. Fuck. Damn you, Dana Dave, or whatever your names are. You fucking making me just have to bend over to Michael. Pause. I mean, if that's a position you want to take, I don't all right, so let's get into Game of Thrones this week. I don't mind getting sick, too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> let's talk uh, the bells. The bells. The bells, Michael. I am not here to be queen of the ashes. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. I will answer injustice with justice. I beg you, Your Grace, do not destroy the city you came to save. Do not become what you have always struggled to defeat. Let me die, Jake. Please don't let me die. Please don't let me die. Perhaps it's good that people see that Daenerys Stormborn made every effort to avoid bloodshed. And Cersei Lannister refused. I should know him to blame when the sky falls down upon him. What, what, what was it? The, the bells the, wait, are no, 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 not that. No. Uh, Batman v Superman. The bells are ringing. Ding, ding, ding. Whatever the fuck that is. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's <laughs> ding, ding, ding. fucking BVS. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm, I'm trying to think what the exact quote is. That was it. The, oh. uh, the, the bell's been rung. Ding, ding, ding. They ding, BVS ding, ding, this ding, season. They <laughs> BVS Game of Thrones. Oh my God. And first of all, we're just going to be on Blur Vision. I'm going to drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchapon. Um, I I can't believe that I I've been a defender of this season. I've been a defender of its choices. I've been a defender of Dan and Dave's explanations for their fan fiction at the end of every episode this season. <laughs> I was like. Hey, yeah, you know, people were on the internet complaining that things don't make sense. They're complaining that there's not enough time uh, in six episodes to wrap up this season. I was like, guys, guys, they got this. Now, I've come to the conclusion they can't write for shit. They can't. They're, like, they're the X-Men Origins writers. Like, Wolverine. I get that? they've been, because people are like, well, they've written all the other seasons. Like, no, I no. think they're good at adapting. Yes. <laughs> work but when it comes to like their own original because basically this is their own original fanfic more or less yeah it's fan fiction of super high budget fan fiction yeah and it's, but like, it's not coincidence that the, the show started showing its cracks after season four which is where they caught up to most of their their source material by season four here and there there were elements they, they sprinkled throughout five and six but by the time we got to seven and eight it was basically all new shit yeah i think season six was the last season they actually had source yeah. material to that's follow. why season five and six was like yeah i mean the dorm plot is stupid but you know everything else is still good that's because they were changing a lot of the dorm plot from the books and like you know going their own route but th- these are the guys that made x-men origins wolverine did you know that they did they did they wrote that movie oh god yes 
Does it explain so much now? <laughs> yeah. And then they're going to work on Star Wars after this. That's, I was just thinking. I was like, this makes me nervous about Star Wars. But is it Kathleen Kennedy? Like, you know what? They make a really uh, controversial show. Just like how we just made a really controversial movie with The Last Jedi. They're perfect. <laughs> I mean, considering that they, they've run pretty much... Because at the end of the day, they are the showrunners of the most popular show on television. I guess they probably felt like, well, they can take our Star Wars property. Yeah, but they did not account for the fact that they were only, like, the, the writing was only on point. The characters were only subtle and, and had depth when it was an adaptation from George R.R. R. Martin's writing, not their own. I mean, because every example of them, I mean, I guess you can still make the argument, though. It's like, yeah, they had an adapt, they adapted it, but at the same time, it's not George R.R. R. Martin's writing, it's their writing. No, but they are following an outline set by George R. R. Martin. Yeah, they're That's following. A, I'm saying they're following the outline, but at the same time, they're still the ones that are making the show. Yeah, but they're still pulling dialogue, pulling character development, pulling character arcs from the from the books. So that's why we get season eight, we get Mad Queen Danny in the space of literally like two episodes, and like you could argue. And I don't know. I mean, just that they went through two major wars in two episodes. Like it took seasons for us to get through wars and stuff like it took seasons one to two just for them to get through the war in uh king's landing and they didn't show a lot of that remember rob stark he basically like fast forwarded through his his war (laughs) um i mean but you know but that's the thing like back then i was a big advocate for the story and the characters but as the show went on i i think i even said in the podcast that i thought season seven was was good because i I enjoyed season seven yeah i didn't hate it because i felt like yeah okay the writing's not as tight but what they're making up for it is in spectacle. And I thought, you know, that, that, that the Hollywood writing, those simplified, I could justify it because I was like, but the story's also being simplified because now all the different story threads are merging together to make one final storyline. You know what I'm saying? Cause back in season four and stuff, the characters were all just spread out. So as we narrow that focus, I'm like, of course it's be simplified. But or how Jamie got, he was in Winterfell that one night, Tyrion let him go. He's there like the next morning. The morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Arya and freaking the Hound. And At least they left like the beginning or like towards the end of last episode. But like they literally just, he literally like just let uh, Jamie go. And the very next scene, you see him in the cloak in, 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 in King's Landing. And I'm like, how did he get there? And honestly, <laughs> I wish Jamie had just died in the long night. Like in Brienne's arms, fighting the living dead. Like now, oh, we're gonna get to that first. Oh, well, now we're at the point where I'm looking back at the last two episodes, and I'm like, remember how I I gave episode three a perfect vision, depending on what they did with the character moving forward. And like I thought episode four, like oh, Varys, they, they use them well, so maybe they're gonna use all the other characters well for what's remaining of their plot lines. Nah, son. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> the only thing I like this episode was the fight between the Hound and and the Mountain. Yeah, me too. That was epic as fuck. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I will say, from a visual standpoint, I like this episode. Like the the burning of of King's Landing and all that other stuff. Oh, and they're yeah. looking for spectacle. From, yeah, from the perspective of the 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 citizens, like all of that cinematography, cinematography. That guy's good. Cinematically wise, it looked great. Same as the uh, Long Night. But from a narrative standpoint, I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Okay. So even even the way Cersei died. What happened to the prophecy of your you gonna like your brother is gonna choke you, your younger brother is gonna strang- have his arms wrapped around you and strangle you or whatever. Oh, something like that. But but he died lovingly in her arms as the 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 castle collapsed on them. Michael, that's, that's not a choke. Well, but fuck prophecy, Michael. 
prophecy doesn't matter. Remember, Dan Davis said prophecy don't matter. It's stupid. And here's yeah, the thing. It's, it's George R.R. Martin himself. I, I've been watching like George R.R. Martin interviews. He throws shade in interviews without actually naming names or making specific references to things. But he said something in an interview that people are referencing back to now. That's like, this is what he was talking about. He said that uh, someone asked him, what do you do if people like predicted the end of your books? Like back in the day, if you would read like fan theories and stuff like that. And he said very early on that he stopped doing that because if you do that, and he's implying that Dan Dave do do this. That if you if you thwart your audience expectations by just changing the end of a story, just for the sake of a surprise, by changing the story, you're retroactively destroying all of the buildup, foreshadowing, and and you know the stuff that is built what the show is or, or, or writing is building toward you're losing all of that for the sake of a cheap surprise and he, I think he specifically said um, what would you have me do like what what's the better option there as a writer do you throw out the thing that you've been building toward that will have a satisfying narrative conclusion or do you because someone guessed it you just completely change the ending uh, for the sake of surprising your audience and he, he seemed to imply that even though people had guessed his ending that he wasn't going to change it and I think it's because all those things that we've been building toward and like the, the prophecies and the foreshadowing and all that stuff, like John being the savior, the, the song of ice and fire. Dan Davis seems to have thrown all that away for the sake of like, Even hey, Bran, surprising. Like, it's the last episode. What is Bran doing? What is his purpose? He ha- he should die in Long Night too. Like there was once you kill the Night King, there's no reason to have Bran. So like, why is he still around? It's just always loose. Maybe, and that's another thing, Bran. Where was your your seeing ability for Daenerys going fucking batshit? These well, I don't know. I don't know episode. if they've they never really established that he could see the future. Not really. He can only see the present and the past. They never really seen him look into the future. Oh, is that right? I guess that makes sense. He does. He mostly lives in the past. Yeah. And <laughs> he, he can see the present. He can see anywhere in the world, but in the past, anywhere in the past. But they never shown him look into the future. But then, how does he know who are supposed to be key players in the the Great War and stuff? Or is that Melisandre? Mas- no, that's Melisandre. Mas- Mas- uh, Melisandre. Oh, well, bitch, you should fucking know. <laughs> well, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but if you didn't take off your your neck piece for no reason and kill yourself, <laughs> no fucking answers. And that's another thing. Like, the, the, there's no answer for Nike. That's just done. There's no like going back to it. That that one line episode four where Tyrion was like Davos was like, uh, so all that with the red. The, the red god or whatever and he just pisses off and Tyrion's like it won't bring you happiness to think about this and it's like that's the writers talking to the audience like don't think about that shit no more yeah. it don't matter it's like fuck you damn Dave <laughs> god damn so let's talk about the butchering that they've done in my girl Daenerys' character and now, maybe I feel like let's get to Daenerys last because there's so many other things that I want to talk about Before and Daenerys, Daenerys Daenerys is the main one but I'm like let's get these other people okay, out let's the way about, let's talk about plot conveniences Let's talk about fucking... Let's talk about where the fuck that random horse came from. At the end? At the end to save Arya. Uh, was there significance? That, like, is there some kind of like... That was the horse that she rode on. And remember it like got blown out and it was like laying on the floor or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's back. It's fine? Just randomly. I'm like, if it's not revealed that Bran himself brought that horse to Arya, then what the, again, what the, not. again, what's the point of Bran? And then two, how the fuck... You had Danny literally burn that whole place to ashes to the point that you saw the mother and the and the oh, yeah. daughter or whatever mm-hmm. that that uh, she was trying to save. They're literally in cinders. I think you know what's about Danny. Still, huh? <laughs> but no, I'm not, we're not talking about Danny. Oh, you're Danny talking about the decision she made. About, yeah, that fucked everything. But I'm up. saying okay. you saw them still in like in ashes, still holding 
uh, yeah. still holding each other reminded me of like Terminator. <laughs> but if all of that has been literally been burned and then you just, she just looked over her shoulder and saw this horse. Where the fuck did the horse come from? It'd be one thing if like, it just like came off into the distance, like <laughs> around the corner or something. So it happened to miss the fire or whatever, but it looked like it was just standing there. She just happened to miss the horse, but burn every single thing else. It's like, what the fuck? You and why is the horse just standing there all calm? A horse is not gonna, a horse <laughs> fucking freaks out over a mouse. Like, why is it just like, yeah, bro, I'm here to pick you up. I'm your Uber driver. Like, what the, <laughs> the what Uber the, horse. What the fuck is that? Was there like a, let's look of like, uh, symbology or symbolism behind the horse still being alive and being a white horse? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just reaching. Come on. I don't know if it was. a lot of time with her, Oh, the horse. Oh, I'm going to go to you slowly. Horse I don't know if there's you. any symbolism or whatever the fuck. I just know. I'm like, where'd the fuck the horse come from? Well, take a step Why backwards. is it not dead? Why are you upset about the horse? Why not fucking Arya? Want to about plot convenience? The plot armor is so ridiculous now on characters. Like, I could give, like, John Burley surviving the Battle of the Bastards and how they, they executed that. But in this, Arya basically died, like, four times. Three or four times. Like, the, the times they make her explode off screen and then come back to her, like, Two or three times where it's like, oh, she's dead? No, she's alive. Okay. Woo! I'm like, why? I, I get that. When I watched the thing at the end, the... the I mean, I don't think they're going to kill Arya. I think George R. R. Martin even said, my wife said to me, if I ever kill Arya in my book, she's going to divorce me. But not like this. <laughs> yeah, no. no. <laughs> like, the, it's 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 one thing to not kill Arya, but it's another thing that, to, to write it in a way that it's obvious how much plot armor the main characters have now. Until they don't. But in Arya's case, it's like... And first of all, you're a super assassin. The point where you could airwalk past the, the, the Night King's generals and assassinate the Night King. Yet, your only means of escape is through the, the, the main streets of King's Landing. There's no back alley for you to go through. There was no, like, ways for you to, like, to sneak around underground or... I don't know anything. I was like, her, her just walking... She almost died from being trampled on. I'm like... You can't give me super realism and then realism in, like in the next episode. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, it's like she's been trained. Oh, surrealism, not super realism. She's been trained. She's a super assassin against people. She's not a. She's not like. Where were they? How do you? Well, people. No, I'm saying that's what she's good at. She's a super assassin against sneaking Bro, up and if training. She could kill the people, Night King the way she say, did. She's able to walk over people's shoulders, like jumping from person to person like a ninja. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you sneak around? Like buildings and stuff blowing up, like you can't really. I'm not saying sneak. She had to have been jumping over the shoulders of the zombies. <laughs> she can't jump over the shoulders of the fucking people or anything. I'm just saying to go from her killing the Night King and her obviously being God hexed here in the Long Night to go into like, oh my God, poor little Arya in season, episode five. I'm like, fucking whiplash. You know what's that whiplash? Not. I'm not gonna talk about Daenerys and how the, the stupid decision she made, but. The difference between the the accuracy of the scorpions last episode, yeah, and versus now this she episode? was like she was dodging and weaving them shits like she was Neo, bro. <laughs> I was like, no why did she do that last week? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And in this case, there were way more scorpions aimed at her than there were with the ships because she had the ships and the fact that they were on the uh, the castle. Yeah. And it was just like... Destroyed like 50 of them. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Destroyed Euron's entire fleet. With one dragon. One dragon. One dragon. So before, it's like, you didn't, so you didn't really, really, you didn't really need Rhaegal and Viserya. No. There was, but there's no writing con, like, consistency. Like, I, I don't understand how strong these armies are. It almost feels like the long night didn't happen. Because her, her forces are seem like just as strong. Yeah. She took, the, out the, the the, she took out the Golden Company just like that. She took out the Queen's Guard just oh, like that. that was so disappointing. She the took Golden them Company. out just like that. No, the Golden Company went out so fucking... It was comical. 
Like the way they had, they showed the, like the main guy running as like he's being chased by the Dothraki and shit, and then killed by Grey Worm. That shit was so ridiculous. I'm like, this is a joke now. Okay, so they made it seem like this is gonna be an even fight, but it's not at all. Yeah, they're like, oh, her forces. Cause before she had a way bigger army than uh, Cersei had, and it's like, oh, they're even now. So why should Cersei back down? It's like. You're slaughtered instantly. <laughs> Granted, I know you can make the argument, well, is it really even? At the end of the day, if you have a dragon, no matter how many forces you have, it's not even. Are you sure? Because but it's like before the scorpion. I was going to say, but before the dragon even did anything, they still were like fucking people up. It was the first three scorpion shots had perfect accuracy. It killed the Rhaegal. <laughs> they shot like a thousand shots this episode. Not a one was close to Daenerys. Shit's ridiculous. And then talking about Euron, the way he teleported... From being his ship being destroyed, he just washes them sh- on shore exactly where Jamie is to go find Cersei. Like, what are the odds of this shit? Like, and then they fight for like almost no reason. It's like, I'm yeah, like- I thought that scene was stupid. And then I was like, narratively, it's very unsatisfying because I'm like, where the fuck is Yara? If anybody should kill Euron, yeah. it should be Yara. But maybe because Daenerys didn't want to wait? Is that maybe that's why? Because she was like, let's go fight, let's go now. But let's regardless, fight now. narratively, even if she doesn't want to wait, write it in that Yara shows up. Yeah. Like, it's not satisfying. And even like, no. oh, subverting expectations, all the other stuff. The way Cersei died, or the way Jamie like backslid back into into Cersei. It's like oh, seven seasons, seven seasons of of character building just all thrown out the window. That's like if you start Well the twist. It's like <laughs> and it's like subvert expectations yeah sure oh you didn't expect it but no narratively speaking it doesn't make any sense that's like if you spend all this season all these seasons with Zuko and you get to season three last airbender guys yeah last (laughs) airbender sorry and then you get to season three and suddenly he becomes the phoenix king and it's like what the fuck was this I would break my TV if that happened. I'm like, what What was the point of all of this with Zuko's character? Oh, oh I see what you're saying. So at the end, instead of him becoming redemption, he's like, nah, actually, I'm going to follow my father's footsteps. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. That's essentially what you did with Jamie. And it's like, so then what was the point of all this setup, all this buildup, everything that you happened with with Brienne of Tart, like all of that shit. Oh my God. In hindsight, and, that's disgusting now. It is fan service. Yeah, and I guess you can make- fucked just and, for him to go back. And I guess you can make the argument, well, he's been evil all of his life. He's only been good or trying to be good for a little bit of time so you got 30 years of him being evil but it's like no then what was the point of this narrative then Brienne should have been with Torment. <laughs> he would have appreciated you Brienne like yeah. my, my whole thing last week was I was like no he's just saying everything that he was saying last week I to, just, too. to just push her away yeah. because he's going to kill Cersei I, did you not think when he was holding Cersei's face he was going to snap her neck or, yeah or like stab her Something. when she's not looking Yeah, it's like no it's no just he the- actually did go back to her and it's like what the fuck like unapologetically so like i love you we're together let's let's die together i'm like what the what and even that just having like cersei died because they didn't have spend enough money on the infrastructure like come on bro <laughs> like because bernie sanders wasn't in that world and he didn't have infrastructure spending that's how they died like, for like all of come on now. Up, all the ways she's won the way we were rooting for her when she took over the the baylor scepter whatever destroyed it like for her story to end like this, essentially all she did this episode was be in denial 
and then cry. And granted, we don't know. She might still be alive next season. Like Jamie might have covered or whatever. She might crawl next out from season, under, next I mean, next episode. <laughs> she might crawl out from under the rubble. Or whatever oh, the whoa, my God. That'd be so stupid. Whatever the fuck. But, but the way the show's going, I can believe it. <laughs> but either way, it's still very unsatisfying how she died. And I saw some people say, actually, it's not because she died under the castle that she so wanted to protect or whatever. It's like, no, that's not satisfying that's not for, her, for her character. We've been following her for... Over and really, if you think, seasons. and then really, if you think about it, the most all Cersei's done really this season is just stare out the window. Yes, she hasn't done anything. That's what I'm saying. Like, there was enough build up, and then kill Missandei. But even still, like for the most part, Cersei hasn't done anything this season Not but stare all. out. And then they 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 like pan her. She has a couple lines here and there, and then she fucks Euron, and then that's the and that's really all she she's done. That's really all she's done this season. She ultimately became a plot device. Yeah. She's only there to make Daenerys look worse. Because oh, like how extreme Daenerys goes, if it makes Cersei yeah, she's look like da- a good guy. She's way worse. Daenerys at, the, is, at this point is way worse than Cersei. Cersei's she's killed, never done anything way, like that. She's killed way more people than Cersei's ever killed. Yeah. Way more innocent people. With a direct intention. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At least if she like Cersei blew up the, the Baylor Sept, but that's one explosion, that, and she had a specific goal for that. Like she was killing the people that were enemies too. Mm-hmm. The other people were just collateral damage. Daenerys just took out just, just all collateral damage. It's like fuck my goal, which is Cersei. I'm just destroy everything. Yeah. But before we get there, um, all I was gonna say is people could argue that the it's for the sake of uh, thwarting your expectations, but look back on other instances in the show where our expectations were thwarted, and it was actually satisfying because it did, it made sense for the characters. The Red Wedding, that is the ultimate example of our expectations being like completely thrown out the window but it's still the end of the, of the episode I wanted to see more I wasn't mad yeah, it made sense like he made a mistake Ned Stark being killed it made sense yes they Oberyn dying it made sense yes because it, all their choices were in line with their characters that were built up to that point and, and in a greater sense whatever their deaths their deaths made the stories better because ultimately it changed how we view the characters and stuff like that but I don't know. I, to go from the red wedding to this shit, it just that right there is like the the best example of when the writing was actually strong and had purpose versus these choices just made for the sake of like oh what a twist I hear in my shameland with every time something stupid happens oh but what a twist oh, we, we gotta wrap up oh wait you guys thought Bran was the Night King oh we're good we're not doing that because I know they read that theory. And it made the most fucking sense. <laughs> or, the most or him being Bran the Builder. Oh nope, that's not happening. None of what, where's that? Yeah, all like, that shit. None of all of this mythology, all like none of it matters. I mean, even Tyrion. Did you expect him to be the one to just give up Varys like that? No, I expected that. <coughs> you expected him to be a traitor to, to his buddy. He, Varys is the only one that saved his life. Did you remember that? Like back in the day when he got, he escaped from King's Landing, yeah, Varys yeah, yeah. saved him. I, but I expected that because. It was useless. She already knew. They didn't have to do Granted, that. truth of the matter is, like, it would make more sense for the characters for the roles to be for the roles to be swapped. It would make more sense for Varys to be the one, like, no, I trust Daenerys. She's and then Tyrion, because he's supposed to be the smartest in the land, the smartest person in all of Westeros. If he if he was the one that's looking at Daenerys, like, uh, I don't know if I trust. Like, it'll make more sense if the roles were swapped. See, I don't. Mm. But I feel like they for what they it, did, but for, for what they did, I think it makes sense for him to because at the end of the day, he does look out for himself, and it's like everybody know everybody knows that Varys is because even when she walked out, she was like Varys. But okay, but let's take a dial back a little bit. Varys has lived through how many kings? He's gotten through 
all these seasons by playing the Game of Thrones. Why did he just all of a sudden become like a high school gossiper where he's literally talking to everybody he shouldn't talk to and going like, I'm a betrayed Daenerys. Hey, John, I'm a betrayed Daenerys. Hey, Tyrion, I'm a betrayed Daenerys. He's literally writing letters and about, oh, she's, she's not the real queen. John's the real king. But it's like, you're being so blunt. Why did you have to be that blunt? I mean, I guess at this point, he probably felt like he needed to get it out because he doesn't really have that ma- I think you mentioned this last week. He doesn't really have that many little... No, somebody else mentioned when it was like, uh, where's his little birds? Because uh, I was like, yeah, well, how, how come he doesn't have any little birds? Or how come they didn't know about Euron coming to uh, to to where, where wherever they are? Um, and somebody mentioned his... Remember uh, Scepter Baylor, whatever his name is, uh, Cersei's hand, Kyburn, took his little birds from him. So he doesn't really have that many little birds. He doesn't really have that many. So what? Re- so he doesn't really have that many resources and stuff like that to be able to, to to play the Game of Thrones. Like his world has been closed, so he doesn't have access to everything that he had before. That so does he, not mean. So it made him a little careless. That a little careless. <laughs> it was the most careless thing but ever. I'm pretty sure he kn- he knew he knew why what he was doing. I was saying Sp- that he was going to die. Back, this is not Varys. The spider. How is a spider weaving his web in fucking broad daylight in front of everybody? That's stupid. This Varys is not the Varys from a couple seasons ago. No. Th- that's what I'm saying. Like, But I will say that scene that he died, that was creepy as fuck. Where, where, oh, where the dragon where came just came out from the dark. Yeah, great directing. Yeah. <laughs> Again, cinematography, directing, I'll give you that. <laughs> but like the... Yeah, I don't know. And then John's looking at her like, hmm, maybe this bitch is crazy. <laughs> and then I was like, so basically, if John just gave Daenerys some dick in that moment, would this have happened? Because <laughs> it seemed like that was like her last straw. Yeah, or, probably. Because remember, she said, okay. I've got nothing. Yeah, rule by fear. Just then. fuck me. Yeah, rule <laughs> mm, by fear it is. Can't honor. All right, well, I choose violence. I mean fear. Oh, I'm not Cersei, guys. <laughs> but also, and granted, I know that this has nothing to do with nothing because she's doing it for her own ego. But Misande did say, burn the, burn these motherfuckers down. That was her last words. Look, okay, I'm glad you mentioned that. because, And they kind of said in the preview, like when they... What, and, which I'm kind of glad they did this. Like when they showed the previously on Game of Thrones, they were showing all lists. They they had all the voiceovers from like people giving Daenerys advice, and you heard Lady Olena like, "You're a dragon, be a dragon." And fucking Rhaegal or Rhaegar yeah. was his name Rhaegar? Is uh, her brother Viserion. Viserion? Oh, Viserion. You're right. That's that's her her she other never, brother. She never met Rhaegal. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Viserion saying, uh, "What is it? Do you want to wake the dragon?" But Viserion was confirmed crazy. Like Daenerys, look. This was gonna say, and I'm glad you mentioned the Masande thing because I can see the elements that will make her become the Mad Queen. It's there. Like, uh, there's videos online. I've, I even posted one in my story on Instagram that they they've had made, done montages of like yeah, all of her most hardcore there. moments. So I do think maybe that's the direction George R. R. Martin is going, but not this black and white. Like, if you did have more, this is why I have to concede to you on the fact that this show, this show definitely needs more time. If it wasn't six episodes, if this was a character arc that was kind of stretched and teased throughout maybe two more seasons, maybe this season and one more season, maybe this season was 12 episodes rather than six, if you gave it more time and you didn't have her make the obvious fucking choice, like the terrible choices that she made at the end of this episode, I feel like it would have been a believable, slow descent into... Uh, the Mad King territory. But the way they executed this episode, you might as well have flipped a switch in her head. Like, it was like a light switch that went off. Like, literally, you get, like, like The Simpsons? Hold on, Lise. 
you pause right here, you can see the moment she goes fucking mad. <laughs> you know, it's heartbreaking or whatever. Yeah. And there it is. And you, her, her eye is twitching as she hears the bells in the distance. And she's like, nope, crazy. <laughs> she's just like, I'm and, gonna- I, and I was trying to think about it. I was like, but I was thinking about this when I was like eating some cranberries, cra- craz- cra- craisins. Yeah. What a weird thing. This- <laughs> why, why I was is eating that, craisins. I was why is like, that important detail? <laughs> I was like, mm, can you blame her though? These are good. What <laughs> the fuck? What do you mean? Can you blame her? Because I'm just like, I mean, this and, is so out of character for Daenerys. I was very out of character, but at the same time, it's like, what would I was like? If I was in that situation, what would I do? Like, killed Cersei. <laughs> I thought she was gonna go straight, straight to yeah, Cersei straight to Cersei and blow up the entire like castle. And and that might have been the thing where you like that could be like the first thing that's like that's too far, Daenerys. Like you just took it way too extreme, but. That's like the logical like next step in her descent into madness. What they did was just like, nah, fuck that, zero to hundred. Deliberately kill women and kids. Your your goal, the person that killed Masande, when she said burn them all, like about Cersei, not even burn them all, she said Jakaris. So she might light up fucking Cersei, but it's like, nah, I'm gonna deliberately attack the civilians that have nothing to do with this. And she starts doing strafing patterns with her dragon through the fucking streets of King's Landing over and over and over how it was entire like last half of the episode was Arya and them trying to escape Daenerys destroying the entire King's Landing that's too much can you imagine Daenerys looking down as she's destroying women and kids like this is good this is all good <laughs> I mean hey I find it when you mention that it's, I find it very interesting that during that during that scene they never showed Daenerys at all no on the dragon nope so I was wondering, I wonder what the choice was for that. And then also it's like, I guess maybe this is all a thing that where you could show her descent into madness because you're giving Cersei ample time to escape. Like instead of going straight to her, yeah, you're no doing sense. a slow, very slow trek to Cersei. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like Daenerys has always been a hard ass. I mean, because really, had the had the uh, the uh, the wall or whatever under under uh, King's Landing not been destroyed or crumbled down, she would escape. She would have escaped. Yeah. Like Daenerys has always been ruthless. She's always been a savage when it comes to destroying her enemies. That, that's the Targaryen in her, and like that's that I could give you, but she is never. A directly attacked civilians. This is the same fucking woman who, when she found out that maybe one of her dragons killed a kid, like burned a kid alive or whatever, back in Essos, she chained them up. She imprisoned them just because they killed one kid. But now Daenerys on Drogon is like, kill them all, Drogon, fuck them all, <laughs> burn those kids. <laughs> like what? I literally, when she started strafing the the city, I was like. Get the fuck out of here. There's no... This is not the same person anymore. You can't tell me that this is a logical character choice for the character. It's character breaking. And now, every time I look back on any, like, fuck yeah moment in Game of Thrones, I'm gonna be like... Or for Daenerys, I mean. It's gonna be like, fuck this show. Like, I, I'm yeah, that's rooting what for... I was, that's I, what I was saying. It's like... I'm rooting for a genocider. <laughs> you could say, well, have they been teasing that? Because she has been bloodthirsty for a while. Since since season one. Bloodthirsty. Like, killing all the, the Carls... Enemies, bad well, people. She sees these. She sees these people as her enemies. No, she doesn't. She saw them as the people that she was supposed to. Like, who is who is she 
being queen of now. <laughs> like, what kind but, of logic? I mean, you can make, but she doesn't care. I feel like she doesn't care because she destroyed, she destroyed the red key. Like, she destroyed the the castle. She doesn't care, I feel like, at this point. That's not. That's why she made that, like, she, when when she heard the bell, you saw the conflict in her face. And it's like, she's like, fuck, I don't care anymore. Conflict? This is not. Are you defending this choice? No, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> okay, saying, I'm like, because I'm like, it's not I, like you I, are. I, I'm just like. <laughs> You're trying to make sense out of I'm it. I'm trying to make sense out of it. But it just doesn't make sense. Like, trust me, I want to believe. I was the guy that wanted to no, I'm not a I'm not a fan of what they did, but I'm like I'm trying to figure I'm trying to figure out why, why, why? Like what's the logic it of it? Not, you could have done the same thing and made it make sense though. Like you could have done a thing where if you wanted Daenerys to flip the fuck out and be in the wrong and, and start doing a killing spree, maybe after the bells like start going off and like, oh okay, now we don't want to fight anymore, they surrendered. Have Cersei have one more scorpion or something and have her fire at Daenerys and maybe not kill Drogon, but like maybe injure Drogon. And that's was like, okay, bitch, I'm fucking done. And, like, and maybe have the people like do it, like have the people trying to defend their city attack Daenerys directly. And then that's why she would attack the civilians because at, at that point, maybe she doesn't view the civilians as civilians anymore. And it's still wrong. But then maybe you could, I, I would understand that a little bit better. But for her to be like, oh, these bells are making me crazy. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm just gonna fucking firebomb the entire King's Landing. Like, logically, it doesn't make sense where she's like, no, I have no love here. So I choose fear. But it's like, of course now you're gonna have no love. Like, if you, if you want, if love was your goal, there's no, there's well, no that's not, but, but that's not her goal anymore. That's why she said, I choose fear. But I don't and think I'm going to do that. And she, think think and she said, that. and now future generations or whatever are going to, they're not, I don't know. What's the, what's the fuck <laughs> future generations going to know that I'm a fucking maniac <laughs> and firebomb the whole city for no good reason. <laughs> so basically it's John's fault for not fucking her. <laughs> yes. If he just gave her the dick that night, none of this would have happened. She would have been calm. Like that twitch in her eye was the twitch from not having dick. <laughs> it was like, oh, I haven't been fucked in like a year. <laughs> And I, I don't know, cause she has, cause she's been betrayed by pretty much everybody close to her. Uh, what's his face? Uh, her, bro- her brother. Oh yeah. Varys. Um, Jora. Wait, Jora betrayed her. Remember he? Oh, oh, you mean back before? Yeah. But like, not I, John. I once, get her feelings. Once for love, once for money, and then what was it? Once for love, once for money, and once for something else. Oh, the the you be betrayed prophecy. Yeah. Why are you still quoting prophecies, Michael? Well, that <laughs> shit matters. <laughs> Clearly, Dan and Dave are like, hey, hey, George, you know all that foreshadowing prophecies you did in your books? Fuck that shit. <laughs> I mean, for her, it, it went. She was betrayed three times, so for her, it mattered. Everybody else's prophecies just fuck that. But doesn't that prophecy end with you being on the throne? Like, it, but it's all worth it because you'll end up being on the Iron Throne. I don't, I don't, I don't know how. Is there even an Iron Throne still? Was that's that why sh- I said she destroyed the whole. Bu- she destroyed the whole castle. There is no throne. <sighs> I don't, I don't even know. That's why I said nobody ends up on the Iron Throne. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there were leaks apparently, and according to the leaks, that season five is in line with what the supposed ending is going to be. I don't know what the ending is. Season five, episode five. I meant. Oh, yeah. I mean episode five. Um. So uh, apparently, according to those leaks, whoever sits on the Iron Throne in episode six is going to be fucking shocking. I don't know. Who is that? Tyrion? <laughs> yeah, it might be Tyrion. Bran? Is Bran going to go king? I don't care, I don't, but he, now I'm yeah, king. I don't want, he doesn't want anything, so that's why I said it's, it's going to be Sansa. <laughs> Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't like the show anymore. <laughs> I got to throw the whole show out now. 
<laughs> like, this is too much. Well, no, you could just be like, no, after season f- six, that's all. I don't care about nothing else. But this is this in the same way that I feel like people didn't like Last Jedi. Like they, I feel like they're hitting all the same beats. Snoke, that was the Night King, and now we got this like unsatisfying. Yeah, but you liked the Last Jedi. <laughs> I liked look, and that's I wasn't with the Last we, Jedi we for eight a, seasons. We argued on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, because I liked a lot of Last Jedi, and I, I, even the Snoke decision I was okay with. But the Night King's not Snoke. <laughs> like the Snoke is a, apparently he is. No, <laughs> Snoke is supposed to be like an Emperor ripoff. So what? We lost one Emperor ripoff. Now we got another Emperor coming in the next next movie. But the Night King was the be all end all, or supposedly no, Cersei. <laughs> no, actually, but she it's, wasn't either. It's, da- it's Daenerys. <laughs> All these fucking bullshit swerves, man. I mean, what would you rate this episode? Uh, less than passable. I'm going to give it poor vision. Because I think it has poor vision. I think the direction the show has been going in it has effectively ruined the show for, I think, a majority of the audience. Well, I've been seeing it online, people are kind of done. A lot of people are like, oh, no, I, I agree with this. It's still fine. I think that's in Daenerys' character. But most people, I think, who are like longtime fans of the show are like, nah, son. That's not satisfying. Fuck you. Give me some fan service. I want, even though I've predicted the ending, I would still be more okay with the generic, like, oh, John's on the throne, or Daenerys is on the throne, and we have to fight Night King at the end, and whoever's left becomes the new king. Like, I would have rather that. Yeah, just because somebody predicts something doesn't mean, like, there are people that predicted how Harry Potter would end. That doesn't mean she changed her ending. Yeah. Like, just because, like, say you got 10,000 people, and out of that, like, 2,000 people guessed how your ending is going to go. That's still 8,000 people that don't, that haven't guessed or are still along for the ride that don't know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't swerve away from that just because you think by doing the expected, some people will be disappointed. If anything, we expected a lot of shit from Avengers Endgame. And are we satisfied? Fuck yes. Like, oh, Dan and Dave, what a twist. Yeah, like I predicted Tony would die, but I'm still like, yeah. But the way it happened was satisfying. Yeah. Now, if he had died in the first five minutes when he was like in that ship and just starved to death, we'd be like, uh, fuck this movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's effectively what they're doing here. That's ba- I was about to say, that's basically what they did here. <laughs> uh, who else? Did anyone else die that we didn't mention? Hound and Mountain. The Hound, the Mountain. Kyburn, Cersei and Jamie. Um, v- Varys. Oh, Varys. Who else didn't make any noise when he got burned alive? That was weird. <laughs> yeah, that's really it. Okay. All right, so I guess that's basically it. I'm going to retroactively uh, rate episodes three and four. I'm going to give Long Night. I still enjoyed it for what it was. I'm going to give it a more than passable. I'm going to give the last episode a low more than passable. There were a lot of dumb things that happened in the last week's episode too, but compared to this... I can still rock with it. Like, I was still like, all right, yeah, I see more of the cracks, and some of this logically doesn't make any fucking sense, but hey, you know, but to do, no, actually, I, I, I take that back. Because of the, the extreme inconsistency between how the Scorpions worked last episode versus this episode, I'm gonna give the last episode at I least think my a, favorite episode a, so a far. High this, passable. I think my favorite episode so far this season, and it's like favorite on a scale, because I don't really care for this season that much, but I think so far it's episode two. Yeah. That's, that's where it was like you know what it was it was like was a lot of character stuff and it yeah. made sense for the characters yeah episodes one and two was like the beginning of a roller coaster ride where you're going up is a click 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 and we got to the top episode two like, yeah this all looks great the long ride, nights over the there the ride broke yeah yeah I did you got stuck at the top <laughs> no we're we're careening down so it went off the track and now we're about to die 
and it's gonna end in fucking fire. Like, how do you think it's gonna end? Honestly, I don't. I don't think either. One, I don't think John or Daenerys. I don't think either one are gonna sit on the throne. You think John's gonna and go he, up north? And part of me is like, John might be the quote unquote prince who's promised, but truth of the matter is, he's not that good of a leader either. Last time he did lead something, he got stabbed by a bunch of kids, by a kid in the heart. <laughs> what is making him a bad? He he made the right choice and died for it. Exactly. <laughs> <coughs> he's good at rallying people, but is he good at ruling? I can see since. I could see John going up north because he seemed to foreshadow that when Tormund left. It's like you got the true north in you, and then the ghost goes up there too. Maybe that's maybe he lives out his days like, like Benjen or something, past the wall. And then I don't know who becomes king. I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen there. Maybe Tyrion. I don't know. And even that, well, they never brought Benjen back. Like he did. He came back. And no, he, died he came instantly. back. But no, he should have came back. And had a conversation. <laughs> well, no, no, no. He should have came back again, like, and John had to kill him because he was a white. Like, he was a full white. Because he was kind of a white before, but somehow he wasn't under the Night King's rule or whatever. Oh, yeah. That would be really interesting if he actually survived to the Long Night. And then when the Night King went to go raise everyone, like, he would turn. Like, he completely got turned or something. Yeah. That'd be cool. Again, all these narrative points that... Became nothing. Became nothing. Or <laughs> Limeria coming back. I thought that was going to be a thing when she ran into Limeria. Oh, yeah. And that's Limeria done. had a whole pack. Yeah, that was done. If it was going to come back, I thought it would come back. I felt like that would come back. It, it would, I thought it would come back either the long night or this Yeah, I felt, that's what I was saying. Like, I thought that would have came, boy. Like, she would have came with this whole pack of dire wolves and that would have helped with the battle. And kind of like Sansa came with the, with the veil and helped the battle of the bastards. I like my theory better when they had to escape Night's King and like Winterfell Winterfell falls and then they have to team up with Cersei to defeat the Night King. And it, cuz there's still no battle. So either way, <laughs> it's not like they're going to fight Cersei. <laughs> Cersei just got massacred. It wasn't even a fight. No, it was a massacre. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> and it just seems like so out of character for Cersei for her to see all this massacre happening, and I'm going to be like, no, everything's fine. You know, you know that they meme. Denial. You know that meme where the dog is sitting in a burning house. And just, <laughs> everything's fine. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was her. Like, I don't see Cersei's. Be, Cersei's not stupid like that. She know, like, for her to be in, that much in denial, that's not her character either. Yeah, all she did this episode was be in denial and cry. That's it. All she did this season, like I said, she didn't do anything this season. No. Nope. Like, how do you take Cersei, who's a main character, she's one of the highest paid characters on this show, and then this, like, her final season, she was, like you said, she was just a plot device. It was, she had no character this season. I wonder if the book's going to end like this. I'm really curious. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it might end the way the show ends, because George R. R. Martin did tell them what the ending is. So whatever the ending for the show is yeah, might we, be how the books end, but how they get there or how he gets there is probably not going to be the same, yeah. especially now that he has all this time. Because who knows when this when this next book is going to come out? But I'm pretty sure he's going to see the reaction and be like, like, yeah, not going that way. How, how much of a Game of Thrones movie would it be if he, like he gave them deliberately bad notes and he wanted to see like how people would react to it? It was like, okay, well I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Maybe that's the Game of Thrones IRL. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about some more things IRL. But that's if he's even gonna finish, like, if he's even gonna finish these two, these last two books. He better now. Now everyone's gonna be waiting on pins and needles to fucking see how that shit ends in the books. I mean, people are waiting that still. <laughs> it's 
So, so but yeah, Pokemon. you never said how you think it's going to end next week. I just did. I thought I did. With no. John maybe going up north. Daenerys is going to die. <laughs> After Daenerys did this shit, there's no like redemption. There's no like, hey, let's talk it out. No, bitch, you got to die. You just, you just, you genocided innocent people. Something that she, she never has acted like that. She's always been ruthless to people that deserved it. So, I think she's got to die. Do so you think it's going to be just her? Or do you think it has to be her and Drogon? Do you think John's going to take Drogon? I think. Like, what do you think is going to happen with Drogon? That's a good question. But I think Drogon's got to go too. I don't think Drogon, Drogon has the, the deepest connection with Daenerys. So, I don't think if you kill Daenerys, Drogon's going to be like, all right, John, now we're cool. <laughs> like, I don't think that's going to work. So, I mean, maybe. Or maybe Drogon flies away. Because he's still connect. He's still a Targaryen. Like, they never really explain how the magic of controlling dragons works. So They don't know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they, so, they like, don't know. <laughs> would, he still, like, would he still follow? Even he, he might have a connection to Daenerys, but would he still follow Jon? Because if, if Jon is the one that kills Daenerys, then no, he's, Drogon's not going to listen to Jon. But if somebody else, if Daenerys ends up dying, is, John just, is the, the, uh, Drogon just going to end up going to the next... I don't think so. Person that has the dragon magic. I don't think so. I think John's been a wolf. So if he's going to do anything, he's going to go up north and live with the dire wolf. But if if Daenerys dies, I think either Drogon flies away and just that's like how it's like the last shot of the fucking season is Drogon just flying or something, or or Drogon dies somehow. I don't know how, but maybe one scorpion or something is left. I but guess then, maybe next season. I mean, next episode there was. Because I'm still waiting to get the answer, is John fireproof? <laughs> like, I still feel like she's going to try to she's gonna try to burn him. At this point, yeah. I yeah. can totally see that happening. There's no... There's, now there's... Oh, I thought that was going to happen in this episode, <laughs> where she's burning, and John just happens to be in a crossfire, and he, like, walks out of the fire. No, that seems like a thing they'll save to the very end if they're going to do it. And it makes sense. I mean, before... I remember I mentioned that before. I was like, fuck that. That's terrible. Daenerys would never do that. But now, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Daenerys is going to totally do that. She's crazy now, so... Whatever. But yeah, that's my assumption. John leaves, he fucks off, exile, whatever. Daenerys dies, and then somebody who we don't want is on the Iron Throne. <laughs> so like a Tyrion, or a Sansa, or a Bran. Somebody that's like, really? It's definitely not going to be Bran, but I wonder what... Watch well, Arya. <laughs> I doubt it. But I do wonder what is going to happen Like to each cat. Like, am I, For all we know, it might be Gendry. <laughs> I guess, maybe, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, even sense. even the 180 between the Hound and Arya of they get all the way to the fucking the castle to kill Cersei in the mountain, and then out of nowhere he's like, "Do you want to be like me? Look at my face. Don't be like me." She's like, "Thanks, Hound." I'm like, "What? These these 180s in characters?" But no, like, that that made sense to me. Like, who else could convince her but him? They why have, did, I feel like they have the strong, in that moment, but I feel like. They got all the way there. But they weren't thinking about it until he saw all the destruction. Like, he saw the dragon fire, all the destruction. Like, now he's looking like... Because for the most part, Arya is the only one he really cares. He's really cared about. Arya and even Sansa to a certain extent. But I feel like Arya more than Sansa. And now that he's seeing all this destruction, the dragon fire, the building collapsing, he's like, nah, I don't want this for you. So before, it didn't really matter to him because he didn't, he didn't see what he saw. But now that he saw what he saw, he's like... No. How many wars has this guy been through? And now he's just going to have a revelation. But All he's, never of a sudden, seen, he's never seen a war where a dragon is literally like burning, burning the place, destroying the place down. It's like, fuck nah. Out fuck out so of that, here. That made sense That makes me. no sense. Even if that made sense, that conversation would have happened at Winterfell. Not when they're literally there. And he's just like, 
by the way, uh, don't be like me. And she's like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. She's worse than him. She killed all the phrase by herself. <laughs> but now she's like, you know what? Vengeance is wrong. You're right. Come on, Arya. I have a list, Arya. 180 like that. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Vengeance is bad. Come on. It was, it was barely even a conversation. It was just like, look at my face. Do you want to be like me? You're right. I don't. That's right. You don't. See you later. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I get, what you're saying makes sense. But how, again, the execution, how they executed it is just like, that makes no goddamn sense. The, the, the writing is so fucking shallow. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, but I'm fine. With, I'm fine. At least out of all the things in that episode, that was the least of my problems. You're right. I, the, the only thing I saw, but I still, liked. but I still also feel like we still have not yet. We like after all this time, the only time we've seen Arya use a face was when she killed the phrase. Oh God, that's right. And she still didn't do that. She shit. still hasn't done it. So what was the point of all that training? Like, again, remember I mentioned before, like she should use oh, used it to kill the Night King. No, she'll use it to kill Daenerys by wearing Drogon's face. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a little too much. <laughs> Just kidding. She could turn. She could turn to a fucking dragon. Yeah, now. What is she fucking? Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. Beastie. Beastiality. Uh, what is it? <laughs> beastiality. Not beastiality. <laughs> what was animal? Adam. Yeah. What, beastiality. <laughs> that's a different thing, Michael. That's a totally different thing. <laughs> beastiality. All right. Let's don't do beastiality, kids. Well, on the topic of beastiality, <laughs> let's get into Pokemon. Let's talk about. Whoa. I did see a meme. I saw a meme that said, cuddling with your Pikachu, cute. Cuddling with your Machoke, weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like being held by a big, strong dude with like multiple arms? It's not weird. He's wearing like a fucking bikini? That's not weird. <laughs> but yeah, let's, talk about, let's talk about Detective Pikachu. Like, I want to cuddle with my Machoke. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you do. <laughs> so there I was. Woke up with a heavy case of amnesia in the middle of nowhere. The only clue to my past is Harry's name and address inside this hat. So I made my way to the apartment, and that's when I found you and your stapler gun. Stop talking! You're a hallucination! You're a hallucination. So you're a talking Pikachu with no memories who's addicted to caffeine. I could stop whenever I want. These are just choices. Another round, extra shot. Black as night, thank you, sweetie. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Harry got in too deep. Mixed up with the wrong crowd, that kind of thing. Look, you can talk to humans. I can talk to Pokemon. And if you want to find your pops, we're going to need each other. No, I don't need a Pokemon. What about a world-class detective? Ah, my clues. What is all this? Harry is still alive. Case closed, but still open until I solve it. All right, here it is. Harry faked his own death. Or somebody else faked Harry's death. Or Harry faked somebody else's death. That last one doesn't work no. at all. All right, so Detective Pikachu, was this the first video game movie that was actually good? Oh, there it is right here. <laughs> Sleeping with your Pikachu, cute. Sleeping with your choke, weird. Oh my god, yes. It's the way he has the arm over Ash, too. <laughs> nah, y'all fucking. That's the only way that makes sense. <sighs> but yeah, so we got, uh, oh man, I forgot the kid's name. The black kid. Uh, Justice Smith. Justice Smith. He is a a young ex-Pokemon trainer. They made it seem like he used to be a... He, actual... wanted, he wanted to be a Pokemon oh, trainer. Oh, he wanted to yeah. be. 
Okay. So my man Joseph Smith gets a call. I don't remember. His, they never. I don't think they ever said why. Because Pokemon. Up. Oh, why he didn't? Yeah. Because, I mean, they never really talk about it in the show, but to me it kind of makes sense. You only see like 12 to 16-year-olds as Pokemon trainers, but that's not really a job. Like for this world to work, eventually you do have to age out of being a Pokemon trainer. So I guess as you get older, you just take a no. But they, they, he ne- they, but they're saying he never was a Pokemon. He wanted to do it, but I guess for whatever reason, I thought he had a tournament like that. His father didn't go to. I thought, uh, I don't know. I thought the tor- I thought he didn't do the tournament. I don't know. Oh, whatever. <laughs> he he might have used to be a Pokemon. I knew that was a tournament. I, yeah, I thought he didn't go to the tournament. Or but he's got a mundane life in a small town, and he gets a call from uh, the police department of a city. Called oh rock a city called Rhyme right Rhyme City Rhyme City which is made up for the sh- for the movie there's no Rhyme City as far as I know in the Pokemon universe but the city where but it Pokemon- is in the, it's in a Detective Pikachu game oh really yeah oh, okay that, that that makes more sense I didn't play the game so. no I didn't I didn't know there was a Detective Pikachu game oh, okay but basically the storyline of this game is from the Detective Pikachu game I mean the storyline for this movie <laughs> is from the Detective Pikachu game well that's pretty dark so he he does get a call from his 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 the police department his father used to be a part of that he died yeah yeah okay well i mean that's the premise that your father died and we're gonna bring you in to kind of clear out his old stuff and then the adventure begins when his old poke his own pokemon partner pikachu uh bumps into young justice i don't even know what his, what's his character's name uh tim tim he bumps into young tim and if if his father's pokemon still alive he thinks that Perhaps his father can still be alive. <clears throat> and honestly, it was weird to me from the door <laughs> that they're like, yeah, your father's car crashed. And no one could survive that crash. Did you find a body? No, but he couldn't survive. But then, uh, what? Then how did- <laughs> but if they didn't find a body, then how could you assume he died? You know, the car exploded. But the- there's still a wreckage, right? Yeah, it's a wreckage. Then how is he dead? Shut up, he's dead, okay? <laughs> that didn't quite make sense to me. But when they the, the they make the claim that probably he isn't dead, uh, the adventure begins and it makes a lot more sense. So what did you think about this movie? Um, as a Pokemon fan and as someone who has seen a lot of video game adaptations, and I think almost we've been pretty underwhelmed by almost every single one. Yeah, granted, I haven't seen... Final Fantasy, the Spirit Worlds, or whatever, because a lot of people say, "Oh, that's the best video game movie ever." I I don't even know what that is. I've never seen that. It came out like in two thousand, early two thousand. It's like a CGI. Wait, the live action hybrid. Oh, this. Oh, I know what you're talking about. No, (laughs) that's just terrible. I've never seen that. (coughs) People put that as number one. It's really old. Yeah, but I've never seen it. So people put that as number one, but it's not. (laughs) I gotta say, for me, I think this is the best video game live action adaptation ever i agree i i, I enjoyed it i didn't maybe mortal Kombat be number two <laughs> uh so let's let's give our non-spoiler thoughts and jump into spoilers or non-spoiler thoughts and ratings um yeah i enjoy i i, I enjoyed the world that they set up for the, like pikachu like to see the cgi and the connection of like the CGI versus the live action, like it, re- it reminded me of a of a higher budget, and of course the technology is different, but it reminded me of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay, I could kind of see that. Toons and, and humans living together, but in this case, it's Pokemon and people living together. Yeah. So, 
And then seeing how, like, of course, it's CGI, so you know they're not real, but still how realistic they seemed in this world. Like, I thought that would, like, it looked beautiful. Yeah, it never took me out. Now, granted, there was there were some moments where I was like, okay, they, they could have probably spent a little bit more money on this. Really? Yeah, like, there was a moment where, uh, like, the Bulbasaurs were walking him through... I'm like, it's not spoilers, but like Bulbasaur's are walking him somewhere. Yeah. And like this little Pokemon, like, I don't, I don't know all, cause there's like 9 million different Pokemon <laughs> now. I don't know all of them. Really to me, the only, the only ones that matter are the 151. Yeah. But like, there was some like bug Pokemon flying around him. I'm like, okay, that looks kind of fake. So like, and it was, it, it was, and there were other moments like that, that I was like, all right, I can see this, the, the, the programming in the, the, uh-huh. in the movie. But overall, there were only like, maybe like two or three moments where that happened but overall I thought the movie looked gorgeous okay. um I, I I I thought like overall like Ryan Reynolds he was obviously this like the star the driving force the thing that made this movie very interesting mm-hmm. where that actually surprised me because at first I was like and I said this on the podcast. I was like, Ryan Reynolds, and he's the voice of Pikachu. Yeah, like, that makes sense. All I hear is Deadpool. Like, I'm waiting for him to drop an F-bomb. Like, I mean, to be real, though, he basically is Deadpool in this movie. He is. But, <laughs> but that's he's like... family-friendly Deadpool. <laughs> but it's the same thing. You run into the problem with, like, Robert Downey Jr. and Tony Stark. Every movie you see him in, he's Tony Stark, even though he's not technically. Or same with Denzel Washington. Like, he's a good actor, but every movie, he's still playing, like, the same type of character. How dare you? <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I, I enjoy I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed just Justice Smith's character. He didn't annoy me as much as he did in Jurassic oh, World. Jesus, not even compare. It's not even comparison to that movie. <laughs> I felt and, for him. He had some good mo- acting moments in this. I think. You talking about this? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And no, I, Jurassic Park. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and also like. It was, I wish they had more of uh. You had surprisingly enough, you saw Dopinder in this movie. Oh yeah, in the very beginning. In the very beginning, like that was my favorite. That was one of my favorite scenes. That's the scene that really got me into the movie. I was like, okay, I think I'm gonna like this movie. Mm. And I wish we got more of his character. Didn't really, uh, but yeah, overall, I, I I enjoyed what I got from this movie. The twist, I didn't expect. The twist, I didn't expect. I will say though, the the one weakness of this movie was the villain. Okay. I didn't like the villain at all. I felt like maybe if they had another half an hour to add to this movie, like maybe to add to his storyline, it would probably made it a little bit better because the movie was only like, what, 144? Yeah. So maybe if they had another half an hour to pad the villain storyline, that would have made it better for me. So because of that, I would give it a more than passable. Okay. Um, I agree with the villain. And I, if you know me, what happens at the end terrified me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? In a Pokemon movie we're doing this? <laughs> so they, they they go in some directions that I definitely was not expecting at the end. But uh, to see fully-fledged Pokemon world, that was the coolest thing. I mean, the fact that I, I went to, uh, to this movie and they give you a, at least they gave me a Pokemon trading card. Yeah, I didn't get that. Oh, wow. So fuck you. Okay. <laughs> well, that instantly took me back to being a 10-year-old again. And watching the movie, I, I often found myself, even though I really enjoyed it, I often, I often found myself wondering what kids would think about it because it's pretty it's kind of slow for a, a movie about pokemon i think there's some like actual dark tones and like some some sadder moments especially earlier on that kind of make the movie like uh it, it makes the movie feel like a film noir so in the way of being a detective movie it makes a lot of sense but for a pokemon movie i'm just curious to see if if, if kids would be bored by it at all you get the same impression or 
Um, did you ever? Did you feel like it was a little slow at parts in the beginning? I I didn't feel it was slow. I think it's just different from because when you think of Pokemon, you think of battles. Yeah, there wasn't really any of that, and this this is a different type of. Yeah, but I think. But for, for but the I, first I feel like it made action. I feel like it made it better for it because I feel like I'm just a movie of just a bunch of battles. I don't know. I feel like for a live action movie, I'm, I'm not saying I, I want a movie just for, full of battles, but I, I'm saying like the tone is a lot darker than what I would expect it from like Pokemon movie. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but when they do get to like uh, they don't really have full fledged battle. When they get to the actual Pokemon battles, it makes me excited for if they continue to flesh out this world or like make spinoff movies maybe not detective pikachu movies but like other pokemon movies in live action like the the possibilities are fucking mind-blowing especially what they do like how, how charizard looks in that scene like yeah, that charizard was, looked great it was badass yeah um but you know for being a a detective story a mystery where you're slowly putting together the clues i thought it was pretty it was well done in that case because i i i didn't figure it out by the end but as you get closer, you do see all the pieces in play that do lend itself to explaining what's going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. So when you look back on it, it's not like bullshit. Like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. And even me, I was like, how did I not see that? Like, <laughs> yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I didn't know there was a red herring when they introduced the red herring. I'm like, well, clearly it's not going to be that person. It's going to be this person. But when they get into like what his motivation is and the plan i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> okay um i also do wish that they didn't show us things like mewtwo in the trailer yeah like you and i would have been way more because especially since I, maybe the, the, the argument could be made they show a scene of mewtwo in the first minute like it's the very first scene is mewtwo in it so maybe that's why they were like yeah let's not hide it because he's gonna be right away in the movie anyway uh-huh. but I do think holding that car would have been a better surprise for me. Like, would, would have. Oh shit, Mewtwo! And then I'm getting full Pokemon first movie stroke. But at the same time, I, I what they did with him, I didn't expect. No, me either. But that's also why it terrified me. <laughs> um, well, I wasn't even talking about that. I was just talking about like the the character itself. Oh, okay, all right. It see, it, I do like it. It kind of connects to the first movie. Like they do sprinkle in details about how it. It does. It all takes place in one universe. Wait, what? Did you catch that? What? <laughs> well, at least the history of the like they they keep the history. You of talking Mewtwo. about the animated movie? Yeah, yeah. They keep the history of the Pokemon intact, so that the first movie kind of explains his origin. Oh yeah, yeah. well, they could change it. I mean, the games too. Because <laughs> at first they they seem like they did change his origin. Because they kind of did change it. Because in the sense that, well, I'm not gonna say it. I'm yeah, gonna... I can save it. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Like the the from the visuals to the <laughs> Ryan Reynolds comedic chops. He, I think he's what made the movie interesting for kids because he's a joke a minute. Like there's and there's so many adult jokes sprinkled in with the shit he's saying. A lot. There's a Pokemon sex joke. I was like, wait, what? You can't you can't say that about Pokemon. <laughs> um, and then ultimately what they do with his character, uh, and Tim. I'm. I liked it, but I also felt like it was, it was a little awkward, but we'll get into that when we get into spoilers. Uh, but I'm with you. I give it a more than passable as well. Good, not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. For, for a Pokemon movie, I thought I would... I, I guess because it's Detective Pikachu. It's not a Pokemon movie, but... Well, it's called Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Yeah, but I'm saying like the focus was more on like the film noir detective aspects and like the action and stuff. But I just expected to have more 
fun in a Pokemon movie, like cheering moments, but nothing. I was just, it was pretty subdued reaction on my part. It's like, oh, that was good. And moving on. But pretty good is fucking glorious when it comes to video game movies. Yeah, when it comes to video game movies, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we already Assassin's got, Creed. I was going to say, we already Prince got one coming out What in a couple months. What? Sonic. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Looks like it's going to be terrible. Oh, th- uh, this is Citizen Kane compared to fucking <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, probably. Well, I've never seen that, so I don't know. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really good movie, people tell me. <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's talk about spoilers. Um, the ending. And what terrified me. I hate body invasion, Michael. <laughs> and when the entire ending becomes, hey, so my evil plan is, I, the whole city is uh, Pokemon living with people. What if? We merged Pokemon and people into one being. I'm like, no! Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. Body invasion. But when they did that, even when they did that, I should have seen what ended up happening at the end. With his father. With his father. I was like, I should have figured it out, but I didn't. Me either. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, he's just like, and that, your father's always with you. I'm like, wait, what? Right, well, yeah. Even, oh, shit. Even when, they said, even when they said that, your father's always with you. I was like, huh? What do you mean? <laughs> and then it was and then when they said he's in the peak, I was like, God damn it. How did I not see that? <laughs> so so the idea is that the main villain wants to put his brain into Mewtwo because apparently and this is I've never known yeah, this. Apparently, apparently Mewtwo has the ability to put people's souls into Pokemon. Yeah, they say he has that in the game, but I'm like I've I don't yeah, know what, what that is. What game is that? <laughs> <laughs> but um so he, he he has like a mind link thing with Mewtwo, and then he has Mewtwo going around. And there's this whole thing where like the Pokemon to do it, you have, they have to be enraged. So they have like this purple chemical thing that seems like it's, that was gonna be the plot. Like it was gonna be like, oh, they, somebody wants to make Pokemon crazy. So at first, I thought that was how he was able to hear Pikachu. Yeah, same from ingesting the gas. But now it's like, how did he hear him? Like now it doesn't make sense. Yeah, now it doesn't make sense. No, because he, only he could hear him. Yeah. And on top of that, even when... Or maybe it was the gas, because the gas is a catalyst you need to make that body switch happen. No, it doesn't make sense, because then everybody breathes that gas in Yeah, at the tournament thing. Because I was going to say, even when... That's the one thing they didn't explain that either. But I was like, even when they had the humans and the Pokemon merge, like the, the girl, the reporter girl, she was still saying, Psyduck, Psyduck! She wasn't saying, help me! Like, Yeah. It was still... Pokemon speak. So how did he? Yeah, I don't get it. How did Pikachu still speak English? Just to Tim. Yeah, only to Tim. Huh. More impassable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't think about that at the time. But I, yeah, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's still more than passable. But I, yeah, it's still more than passable. But as, and some, I, I, that was. This is also something I thought about way after the fact. I was like, wait a minute, and it's, it didn't like destroy my rating. But I have to say, I was like. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? If Pikachu was his father and has his father's voice, how did he not realize that was his father? <laughs> well, he hasn't seen his father. Like, yeah, in somebody say he, he had seen his, years. He hasn't seen his father since he was like. T- but I'm like, Ryan Reynolds' voice has always been Ryan Reynolds' voice. <laughs> but I still, I still feel like I don't know. I feel like would I forget how my parents sound? I mean, it's not arguably, like he was, It's not like he was an infant. No, he was uh, you haven't seen your father since you were like one or two. No, he was still like twelve years old. Like yeah, like 
10 years later, basically. Oh, he doesn't have, like, his father didn't, like, call him a voicemail. He didn't, if his father's a cop, you didn't see, like, you don't have, like, interviews. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, even, like, a video recording or, like, anything. Yeah, or, like, hey, I can't make it to your birthday. Like, these are all good questions. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, Tim, you don't know me at all. <laughs> but they did a good job throughout the movie of making you not know where it was going. Like I had no idea it was going to go there because at first you're following the clues of the, the rage chemical, which seems like a generic plot of like, oh, they're making Pokemon evil. Maybe they're going to, it's some ploy to, I don't know, make the city, because it, it make it seem like the it's not the main villain who's the villain, but it's his son. And I'm like, right away, I'm like, yeah. well, clearly making this guy seem like the asshole and the father's a good guy. I bet money, it's going to be the reverse by the end. But you think because the son hates Pokemon, that maybe he wants Pokemon to be seen as like monstrous, as and it will destroy his father's vision of like the the union between Pokemon and people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then you go on like, I mean, even things like when they go to the the lab to to figure out where the origin of that chemical came from, and like they're experimenting on Pokemon, and they make giant Torteras, but it's like at the end of this movie. Those Torteras are like Godzilla size. Yeah, they're still giant. Yeah, um, that's weird. <laughs> they have giant mountain range Pokemon just wandering out there somewhere now. Pokemon ain't like that. <laughs> Pokemon ain't that big and powerful. And I mean, they got a god Pokemon. Arce- Ars silly or whatever. But Arceus. what if Pokemon just walks into town? Like, wouldn't destroy everything? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. But um, we gotta shoot it. <laughs> we gotta kill Pokemon. That's the next movie. <laughs> Pokemon, King of the Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't even know where I'm going with this. My that granted, I get, I get, I get, I get, I get this for kids. But I'm like, that's when they went through that scene with the with the whatever the fuck they are. Like I said, I, if it's not the 151, I don't know what the fuck they are. But I couldn't name most of them either. But I was like, they should be dead. <laughs> Oh, when they were like escaping that thing, yeah, the with the with the whole infrastructure, the landscape crumbling and all the other stuff. It's like, I, I mean, the power levels in this are pretty wonky too. Cause yeah, Pikachu, even like Pikachu fighting a Mewtwo, yeah, like, and the way he was fighting Mewtwo, like he was like, uh, they were soaring above skylines and shit. Like, I'm like, but before you couldn't even fight a Charizard on solid ground. Granted, like, he didn't remember, he didn't know how to use his powers back then. Even still. Yeah, even still, like when he, even when Mewtwo threw the like the giant like fucking Frieza ball from Dragon Ball Z at Pikachu, and he threw it, an electric ball. I was like, there's no way nah. that it's that it's equal in power. Yeah, <laughs> that they just canceled each other out. I'm like, this is fucking Mewtwo. <laughs> I was more just like the fact that he's fighting like Spider Man on like balloons and on rooftops, and I'm like, so all you had to do is just fall once and you'd be dead. But somehow you're just luckily bouncing off things and not like, staying in the air. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, there's no way. They kind of even said, listen, a Mewtwo can't be the, a Pikachu can't be the Mewtwo. And it's like, but he was kind of holding his own, though. He was <laughs> holding his own. <laughs> um, and the fact that they, at the end of that, they had the Ditto, like, as an assassin. A human Ditto is terrifying. Look yeah, at with it. the eyes. The little fucking beady-ass <laughs> eyes. I was like, yo, this is fucking. That was kind of, <laughs> that was cool, though. It was cool. But it's also terrifying. <laughs> but I also didn't like what I was going to say They ch- when they, they changed the origins. Like, Mew's dead. There is no Mew in this world. Uh, Was Mew dead? They said they used the fossils of a Mew. Yeah, but that's the same thing as in the movie. There's there's dead Mew. It's not one Mew. There's a bunch say, of Mews. Didn't they catch... Didn't they use that Mew? 
they use the fossils of Mew to make Mew too. But then in the first movie, you find out there's still Mew alive. So there's still Mews. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just there's only one Mewtwo though, because he's the experiment. But <coughs> oh my god, I'm dying. But yeah, at the end when they separate Pikachu from Ryan Reynolds, I thought it was also kind of cool. Cause I was like, I didn't expect that. Cause I, once again, it's the uh, what is it? The subversity, diversity, whatever that term was. Where like you don't expect it because like I don't expect his father to be a white guy. But then when you look at him and then you look at his mother, it's like, that makes sense. Well, I was going to say... His mother's super dark. I had a feeling his father was going to be a white guy. Why? Because, like, during the scenes where they showed his father, even though they didn't really show his father, they hit his face. You kind of saw his hands. I thought they were hiding his face and hands because it was Ryan Reynolds. And they they wanted to have him as a cameo, but not actually show him. That's what I was saying. I I figured it was... I didn't know it was going to be Ryan Reynolds, but I thought he was a white guy. But I was wondering, like... I kept saying, like, what is... what's the? That's why I was like... Again, duh. I'm like, what was the what's the reason they keep hiding his father? I'm like, they put on a Siler where they didn't Siler. they didn't they didn't really cast the actor yet. So maybe in the sequel they'll reveal his father is like fucking I don't know Ben Affleck or something. Oh, oh wow. <sighs> but yeah. Is there anything else to talk about this movie? I'm trying to think. I'm like, was there anything I was like, oh my god. I like Psyduck. <laughs> Uh, the the fact that he's like a a bomb and he keeps saying it. <laughs> I mean, they did they did that in the show though too, where it's like he was super powerful, but he just got to get to that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun movie. I mean, for a Pokemon movie, it had no right being as good as it was. So if we can get more movies like this as video game adaptations, I think we'll be in a good place. But we're not because our next, like I said, the next one is Sonic. <laughs> Maybe they'll cancel it. <laughs> Maybe they'll be okay. They're not. <laughs> <coughs> All right, so you want to talk about Cobra Kai or talk about anime? You do Cobra Kai. All right, well, by we, it really means you, because I, it's been so long since I've seen this series now that I barely remember anything but the ending. So let's talk about Cobra Kai. It's a crew. All together! Which one of you has the balls to take on the champ? <laughs> My name's Miguel. Tori. With a Y. You better hope that your soldiers are ready. Your kids. Do you have a crush? Is it Robbie? The fight is only over when you say it is. Let's finish the fight. The sensei doesn't teach destruction and disrespect. We need to talk about what you've been putting in my kids' heads. Same lessons I taught you. Strike first. Strike hard. No mercy. Fighting positions? These things don't end well. This isn't a tournament. This is real life. There are no rules. It's not like I told you to fight. You want to finish this? Bring it on. And last week you gave the first episode of Perfect Vision. I gave the series of Perfect Vision. I'm mad that you finished the series. What do you think? Uh... I stay with my rating. I give the whole series a perfect vision. And the thing that I really like about the show and that they're very good at, because obviously they know nostalgia works because that's why this show exists in the first place. That's why a lot of other properties are coming back. They're rebooting or remaking like Lion King, et cetera, et cetera, because Mm -hmm. nostalgia does work. So this show does a very good job at like, 
peppering in things that are happening in the present and then having flashbacks to the original, not even just the original Karate Kid, but even Karate Kid 2 where they showed like, he, I was a Cobra Kai and they showed the, mm. like Karate Kid 2 and him. Uh, like Karate Kid 3. Whatever, the one. Yeah, that's 3. Was it 3? I think it's 3. Right, what was 2 then? 2 is when they go to Okinawa. No, wasn't that 3? When no. they go to Okinawa? No, 2 is when they go to Okinawa. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, guess the drum one. The drum. That's not three. No. <laughs> three is when they go back. And then and Crease is there with the other guy who's not Crease. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next karate kid was the girl. I didn't see that one. Uh, okay. It's not good. <laughs> but uh so yeah, they do they do a very good job in doing like stuff like that. And and I like and I really like the characters. I like and I like how they they continue to parallel LaRusso storyline with uh with Johnny and then they still also not forgetting the kids. Yeah. And I will say though, that uh neurotic kid, he was getting on my nerves. Oh my god, I hate him. And I, I even I, hate the fact that he beat Hawk by the end. Granted, he, I mean The spoilers? Is it can I spoil? We're spoilers, people. If you're if I Cobra Kai, <laughs> skip I mean, forward. <laughs> But part of me is like, did he really beat Hawk, though? He got lucky. <laughs> he got lucky, but even that. Fuck that kid. I hate that kid. <laughs> yeah, he was getting on my nerves. He still yeah. got to bite. Even by the end, when he beat Hawk, I'm like, I knew that was going to come, because that's his arc. You got to have the character. Otherwise, there was no arc for the character. But at the same time, it's like, just kill him. <laughs> like, <laughs> just kill him. Just fucking, oh, man. Somebody Dracarys his ass, because he's getting on my nerves. Okay. I like that kid at all. Me either. Like, but... But talking about adaptations, I mean, it, it's one thing to... to go back into the nostalgia well and bring back old properties. But I think Cobra Kai is so, is so amazing because it's one of the few examples where I think they not only bring back that, that old property, but they're but elevating they, it. They elevate it. They improve upon it in so many different ways. They give it so much more depth than it originally had. Yeah, I agree. Um, like just seeing like the relationship. Granted, I feel like the first season, Miguel was like the main character. I feel like in this season, he was more of the side character or not a side character. Yeah, but he's yeah, he's more, just not as main as he was. He's not as main as I feel like. Like like last season was following Johnny and the Cobra Kai's, and obviously the show still called Cobra Kai, so they did follow the Cobra Kai's. But I feel like this season was more about Miyagi Do, more so than it was about the Cobra Kai side. So I feel like maybe each season they'll f- like they'll flip flop. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's more of like an even spread between Miyagi Do and the Crease and Johnny relationship. And then Cobra Kai stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say more so than the kids. Yeah, but but I enjoyed all of it. Like the path they're on is the path they're on, and you know, it's really the the back and forth between Kreese's teachings and Johnny's teachings teachings that affect the, the Cobra Kai kids. Yeah, I, but like I said, I, but I'm enjoying all of it as much as I hate Hawk. He's becoming one of my favorite characters. Yeah, and then remember I was saying that the 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 flashbacks where they actually show what he was like before he had the hawk. He was crying to his mom about the cleft lip or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they like hard cut flash forward to him getting that tattoo and have he's got the bitches on. I'm like, yeah, I got everything now. And then you understand why when he loses those things, he becomes a little bit. They oh my god, Hawk had a more believable arc about losing it than the Nerys did. <laughs> what the and, fuck? and only two seasons. Yes. <laughs> Because, yeah, Hawk became an asshole, like, full-blown in the season, but it made sense. Like, I saw his slow descent to that, that place. He even had Crease in his he- in his ear, you know, whispering his Darth Vader his, or his Emperor lies to him. Yeah. So, and then, like, like yeah, how, how, how this season ended, 
Bro. I was like, because when Did you, you see it coming, when you were like, oh, it's like Infinity War, I thought I was, I was like, who's going to die? Who's about to die? I was like, oh, shit, Miguel's about to die. And I mean, granted, we still don't know, but I was like, oh, goddamn. <laughs> and it's, it's because like it went from zero to 100 in the sense that I don't even mean the the fight was zero to hundred. I mean that event at the end of the fight because as the fight. Oh yeah, like, even that last episode, like most of that episode was, was just a fight. A fight. And yeah. I was like, I was like, hey, this is shot fucking great. Yeah. Like there was some moments where I was like, you could tell, like when you got to like the little the littler act, the younger actors, they were adorable. Were, like, <laughs> the it's like okay, you could tell this is choreography. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like it doesn't look as it doesn't look as good as like the older actors, but obviously you got to give some leeway to that. But it's still overall that whole like. And the way the camera was panning around them, oh, I'm like, yeah. this whole episode is shot like great. Yeah, it was like, I'm not going to say in-game level, but in terms of like Cobra Kai, that entire last fight in the school was fucking like, it was badass. <laughs> but part of me though, I was like, this fight is going on for way too long. I feel like they don't have security by this point. Like, no, no, I was, gonna say I was like, nobody's showing up to stop this fight. No teachers, no yeah. security. I, read it. I know they had the one teacher who was like, I don't get paid enough for this. Like, yeah, that's realistic. But at the same time, it's like, that fight was going on for like a good twenty minutes. Also, you learn karate, but in the karate kid world, when you learn karate, you're like, like fucking Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are these like kids learning normal like karate for a tournament? But yet they fight like fucking the Matrix and shit. Basically. Um, but that fight, like at a certain point during the fight, you you start uh, like kind of letting your like your you stop caring about like, oh, where's the teachers at? Where's the people? Where's the adults had to stop them? Because you kind of embrace the surrealism of this big karate battle in the school. But then they anchor it with hardcore realism when Miguel, which is such bullshit, Miguel finally, like, he, he eases off his Cobra Kai teachings and tries to do the right thing by giving Johnny's son the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know what, man? My bad. I'm sorry. Which is Cobra Kai's teach because that's what Johnny's trying to teach them. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's been a struggle the entire season. Like, Johnny's been trying to pull them back from the hardcore Cobra Kai teachings of season one. But meanwhile, Kreese is, like, uh, pulling, like, a fucking Varus and betraying him at every turn. <laughs> but, um, like, in that moment where it's like, oh, okay, he's, he's doing the right thing. And then Johnny's son, who's the Miyagi-Do student, who is basically the new uh, Danny... He pulls a full Cobra Kai he pulls move. A Cobra Kai move. Yeah, and kicks J- Miguel off of a fucking railing, and then he falls like a whole floor, and then breaks his like spine or hits his spine on uh, the railing. Like fucking amazing Spider Man two all over again. Yeah, the way it was shot. Yeah, <laughs> and before that, you thought like I, I got nervous uh, with the girl fight. I thought he was dead. Oh, Miguel. Yeah. Oh no, no. But I'm saying like before that, they make you think the. The kids going too far is going to be the girls fighting. Uh, Danny's daughter versus that girl from Cobra Kai. Yeah. Because the girl from Cobra Kai pulls out those brass knuckles that have like the spikes on them. Uh-huh. And I'm like, fuck, if she hits her once with that. And she was trying to. Yeah, she was trying to. She'd be maimed, like completely disfigured in the face if she got punched with that. Yeah. So that, that like raised your anxiety a little bit. But then when that fight is resolved without like any bloodshed, it's like, oh, okay. And then the very next scene is fucking uh, Johnny's son kicking Miguel off the railing. And it's like, oh, shit. And then for him, to, they're not, they're not to even know if he's going to pull through, if he's actually going to be able to walk again. It's like, yo, this shit went from zero to a hundred so fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, this shit is dark. And I- it, it gave very real consequences to something that felt like just a fun 
final action sequence of like an action movie. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that at all. Bro. Especially since it is a karate movie. Miguel's been a main character. It's like, so now what? He can't do karate anymore? That's the thing. Like, what do you think is going to happen next season? Like, show. Do you think they're going to like flash forward to his recovery? Or do you think that he's just going to be sidelined? Because they also fucked up his relationship, Johnny's burgeoning relationship with his mom. I was going to say, I guess considering the actor, I feel like maybe they might flash forward to maybe he's awake now. He's out the coma, maybe like... Like a year? Maybe not even a year. Maybe a couple months or whatever. Maybe... How long does it take to recover from a spine injury? Well, I didn't say he's recovered. I said he's awake. Well, I want to see him like do karate again. No, I want to see I, him. I, no, that's not. I don't think that's happening at all next oh, season. Oh, that's terrible. How dark is that? My cute little Miguel is like <laughs> fucking going to be like paraplegic or like, maybe not paraplegic, but like just for the rest of the seasons, just injured, like he's recovering. Yeah, I, I think that's that, terrible. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's going to be doing karate next season. Oh my God, that's not fair. <laughs> Like it made me feel so sad in that episode. I'm like, I'm like, I felt so bad for Johnny when Johnny's like, because he lost everything at that point. Like yeah. he lost his school, he lost Miguel, and that's the like the fucked up part is his teaching. I mean, I what, guess you could say he gained his son. <laughs> Did he? I mean, I guess yeah. He shows up at the end, right? Because he's nowhere else to go. Yeah. He fucking betrayed the the one person that trusted him, which was Danny. But like that entire ending of like, well, no, we he didn't show up at that. We didn't see his son after he kicked. Uh, Miguel off the thing. Oh, well, yeah. So he doesn't have a son. How's he but have a son? They, they still have the, the relationship is still like mending finally. But I mean, now maybe not. That, Granted, we're going to we're gonna assume because he does have no place else to go. So we're going to assume maybe he's going to go back to his father because where else is he going to go? How weird is that even going to be? Because Johnny, like, he hurt Miguel, which is like Johnny's Peter Parker. Like that's his son without being his son. Yeah. But like, it's still like that's so tragic. His it's, that's true, but at the same time, there's a difference between <coughs> my surrogate son and my real son. It's but it's just, it's like Shakespearean, like his his biological son irreparably damaged his his surrogate son. Yeah, not even just that, but his burgeoning relationship with his mom. His mom that that sucked too. Because that, that date scene with uh, him, Johnny, his uh, Miguel's mom, and then Danny and his wife, that was hilarious. Like, I, I like those moments where they have, like, this animosity towards each other, but then they start to slowly realize how much they have in common. Mm-hmm. They kind of did the same thing in season one, too. Even the stuff was like, you got to write it down. <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny. That was just like a guy thing. Yeah. <laughs> you got all this? Are you sure you got all this? There's no way she's got all this. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just... The show does a really good job of like... And then like the very next scene, they're fighting again. <laughs> yes. Because of his fucking daughter getting... Getting drunk. Super drunk. But um, the show does a really good job of pushing and pulling. Like pushing Johnny and Danny together in like a way you think maybe they'll, they'll find a way to resolve their issues. And then pulling them apart again. So it's like, it's like it's like an emotional whiplash almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, they're friends. Oh no, now they're mortal enemies again. <laughs> yeah. And they don't do it in a way that's unbelievable. Like every time it happens, it logically makes sense, Game of Thrones. <laughs> we even have a crease. Cobra Kai should not be giving Game of Thrones <laughs> tips about how to write. <laughs> we even have a crease come back and, and what they did with his character. Like I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I really like that too. The uh the forest training, the cement training they did. Some things that make you seem like they're going too far, but other times it makes it seem like, oh no, there's actually a lesson here and there's a point to it. 
wax on, wax off. Yeah, Creech is a fucking asshole. The fact that he ended up taking the school by the end. Do you think Johnny's going to team up with Danny? Which I felt like was going to happen. Yeah, but... And even he keeps saying, like, I'm I'm not doing it really to spite you. I'm doing it to teach you a lesson. Because at the end of the day, my students don't lose. And but, you are still my student. But I lost. <laughs> what about when I lost, Chris? Doesn't care. Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> but I also lost in life. Because he even said, like... Granted, he's his warped mind, but he's like, at the end of this, you'll thank me. It's like, no, he's not. But in his mind, he's like, you'll thank me for what I'm doing. Do you think next season we're going to get a Danny-Johnny team up against Kreese? Yeah. Yeah? Do yeah. you think we're going to... Do you think the relationship with Johnny and Miguel's mom Cause is like, over? Because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. So now they have a mutual enemy. Like, that's the only way it can go. So you think Johnny's going to become Miyagi, though? Or do you think he's no, he's still going to be Cobra Kai, so they're still going to have they're still going to butt heads in their ways, but they got a they got a line. Hmm. Do you think his relationship with his mom is done? With Miguel's mom is done? I don't think it's done, but it's done for now. Because it ended on that weird cliffhanger where remember he made that call to the girl from Karate Kid, yeah. Allie, and then she friended him on Facebook, which, which, which means nothing. Like they made it seem like this big like oh Allie friend, friend accept your friend request. I'm like. Doesn't mean shit. Like, <laughs> doesn't imply anything. But I guess they're trying to say that like, she's open to whatever. Yeah, I know what they're trying to say, but in real life, <laughs> it's just like such a fun request. It makes me wonder, like, so is the actor coming back? Oh, the original actor. Yeah. Hmm. They kind of would have to. They brought everybody back so far. They haven't like recast anybody. No. I wonder what that. I wonder what she looks like now. I'm gonna look that up. But in the meantime. Oh yeah, the friend dying of cancer. Oh, yeah, on the trip with Johnny. Yeah. That was fucking sad. Basically, like, uh... Was it... Were, were the? I guess they were. I was like, the, the original four? I was like, I don't even really remember them that much. Oh, that's, another, that's a good point. Were they the original kids from Cobra, from, uh, Cobra Kai and Karate Kid 1? I'm assuming so. Wow. Because why pretend and it's not? Yeah. It's like, just like uh, they're not pretending to get another Pat Marina back. That's fucking tremendous. Which I thought, fuck. I was like, that's kind of weird, the, the characterization that they got, where they got the one guy that was fishing, and it's like, you remind me of somebody I know, and then he's still, he's talking like Pat Marina oh, too. Oh, yeah. Like, you got to catch the fish. To, I was like, come on now. He was a white guy, yeah. and he's talking like, I was like, okay, I get what you're trying to do. But don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I would have rather like just flashing back to some lesson. Or not even that. Like have somebody like I don't have I don't have a problem with them having somebody like be a stand-in for Mr. Miyagi. But why have him talk like that? <laughs> On the nose. <laughs> like, that that was stupid. <laughs> and like I said, he was just some white guy, and he's still talking like I didn't like that a little bit, only just because I'm like, come on, Danny, you're a grown ass man. <laughs> You're seeking counsel from a guy that kind of reminds you of Miyagi. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm going to give you really sage advice by accident. <laughs> yeah. If you fish bite, you will... I, I, whatever it was. Yeah, whatever it was. But yeah, so Perfect Vision. Excited for season <laughs> but three. But it was funny how they uh, uh, kind of lead it into the whole uh, internet culture. Where he uh, was doing Miyagi, though. And he was like, he calling him uh, racist. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, you uh, appropriating culture and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's true though. It is. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some anime talk. Let's talk about One Punch. Um, 
And this episode was titled The Martial Arts Tournament. Talk there about. was no tournament. <laughs> there was. Remember? What? Yeah, he fights that guy who tells him, like, I'm going to beat your ass. And then he, like, flicks him or whatever, or hits him one time. He's like, ah, I'm down. They focus on martial arts tournament. And... It's not a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I get the joke. It's supposed to be like a parody of, like, you know, Shonen, like, DBZ and stuff. But when they went through the entire list of all the people in the tournament, I'm like, why do I care about all these names of people I'm never going to see again? Like, none of these people are important. Yeah. <laughs> so Thomas is going to destroy them all. Mm-hmm. But just like Game of Thrones, I am disappointed in this week's episode. I feel like it's it's a step down from the animation quality that was in the previous two episodes. This one where it's like the fight between Metal Bat and Garo. Like, it's just, there's a lot of still frames, not many, like, smooth, fluid action sequences. A lot of single colored backgrounds like i can see the cracks like I can, I can see the shortcuts they use to get around having to animate things on the level of season one that's what disappoints me uh i didn't really feel that in terms of this episode i just didn't really care about <laughs> well i mean all is the fight on. between garo and him and the, then yeah his, i was his like little sister stops I was like saitama where is saitama <laughs> like he's barely in this episode i don't know and the monsters are taking over the cities or whatever but then they all leave by the end so it's like not really yeah i was like what okay and then uh i mean i guess they kind of leaned into the fact that that garo still he has an affinity for kids because he stopped from killing metal bat when the kids when his sister showed up yeah so he's not really he's not really evil he's not really a monster as much as he says he says he is because he literally tried to kill the monsters and tried to kill the kid yeah. I was like, what? And they offered to have him join them. And he's like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. It's like, don't you want to be a monster? I don't understand what your motivations are. I don't know. I don't know. He just wants to fight heroes. And I, I mean, there just wasn't enough high quality action for me to really enjoy this episode the way I enjoyed the last two. So it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. I didn't hate it. Yeah. It's like, okay. Like, even the first episode. Like, why not? I didn't say I hated the first episode. I was just like, eh. I'm, a, I'm still eh on this episode, but I'm a higher eh. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a high passable. Yeah, I'll give it a high passable. Is that it? Yeah, I'm, like, that <laughs> it? Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm like, is there anything else to even talk about? Like, nothing else really happened. That's the thing. Like, without... If, if One Punch Man does not have the sick-ass fight animation, it's like... You only have so much else to rely on. Like, the comedy... But this episode wasn't particularly super funny. No. So. Yeah, I guess that's it. Moving on. <laughs> let's talk about something that's not disappointing. It's that short episode. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about Attack on Titan. Season 3, Part 2. Uh... <laughs> I 
ずれるたびに行くと冷たい手で俺たちの首筋を優しくなれた So much that happened in the show. Even when they did the flashback to like Marco, I'm like, I don't remember this. <laughs> that, but that was like new. They never showed that before. No, but I'm saying, but that happened back in like season one. Season one, yeah. So I'm like, I don't remember this. You remember Marco? <laughs> that big mystery, of like, how did Marco die? Where'd no, Marco go? No, I don't remember none of that. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah, Marco was like a big thing. <coughs> but uh, I'm the la- these three episodes of Tackle on Titan have been fucking amazing. Yeah. Like even like the theme song, like well, that was one of our biggest complaints of last season. It was like the theme opening credit song was boring, mm. but this one is it's like it shows you. I guess they it, went back to the classic. Yeah, they changed. It's like a, it's almost like a second verse of the original song. It's fucking badass, but it shows you right off the bat. It's like, nah, it's just gonna be epic, son. We're gonna be fighting titans again, son. No more fucking political shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think that political shit was necessary because where it took us now that we have now we, now we have like a a strong background of the world we're trying to save. That's the whole point. Like we're trying to save the world, but until this until the beginning of season three, we didn't really even understand how the politics and the hierarchy of the world worked. Mm-hmm. So now that we have that as a base, now we can go out and save the world and it has meaning. So this is the final battle between the Beast Titan and the forces of the Survey Corps. It's fucking so far. It's already I'm like. Awesome. Is it the final battle though? They make it seem like it is. That that's the proclamation Erwin makes. Is like you're all here. All the our enemies are here. This is all the Survey Corps that's left. They even make a point to be like, nah, we lost people. Like the the badasses that we used to have on this team, they've been killed off between seasons one, two, and three. So now all we got is like the the reserve members of the Survey Corps. So they're all pretty shitty. <laughs> so if we lose these guys, we're basically done. We have no more army to fight the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. It stakes Game of Thrones. So <laughs> at least this season. At least this season, but I mean, like, it makes sense. Unlike Game of Thrones, whereas yeah, half the Unsullied and the Thark are dead. Nah, we lost mad people, so now we have to. We actually see the repercussions of that. Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, but uh, so, what do you what do you think of the first three? Uh, yeah, first three episodes I thought were great. It's Back to the stuff that I loved about Attack on Titan in the first two se- wait two and a half well no two seasons because yeah. I didn't like the third season. It's not to say I didn't like it. I was just like, right. and this is also a battle for the right. thing that's been like the 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 MacGuffin of the entire show, which is the basement. The basement. What's in the which basement? I'm ready for them to f- get to. Yeah, Erwin. <laughs> 
who's revealed to be a sociopath, <laughs> is so about that basement. He's yeah. like, yo, if we all die, I'm still going to see that basement. Yeah, I'm, still gonna see that basement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go there by myself. I want to know the truth of the world. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, and I want to know. Like, I think that's a really interesting characterization for Irwin. For Irwin, even yeah. the even the Beast Titan, like when they showed the the flashback of uh, Reiner Berthold, Ber- Ber- I can't Berthold? never say his name. Berthold. Berthold. And and the Beast Titan, who the fuck is calling me from Hawaii? I'm not Moana. <laughs> Lehui, Le Hawaii. What can I say? Except <laughs> you're welcome. But uh, it's still. I, I was still a little confused. I'm like, I still don't know what their end game is. Like, what do they want? They won't tell them. It's like they even tried negotiating in the most recent episode where Ar- Armin's like, let's just negotiate. Like, what do you like? We can find. He's like, a- no, I want to kill you all, but yeah. why? <laughs> Like, the only way we'll negotiate is if you all die. How about that? Like, that's not negotiation. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't know what their end game is, especially since they are human. They keep talking that the people are evil. Like, they keep saying humanity is evil. Humanity is evil. Why? But, yeah, why? And, you know, you realize you're human too, right? You're just human with powers, but you're still human. Yeah, so it's got to be something in that basement's going to explain it all. Yeah. But I, I have no inkling of what that is yet. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm like, I don't know what their end game is. Like, why are they against... Mm-hmm. Like, I get them... I get the humans wanting to fight the Titans because they eat people. Like yeah. before they, before all of this, they didn't know that Titans could possibly be human and all. That, so they didn't know what they know. But at the end of the day, not all, not not even all Titans can do that. Turn turn into human, at mm. least that we know of. So I get why the humans are against the Titans, but I don't know why the human Titans are against the other humans. And mm. <laughs> by the way, that matters because we're in a battle for our lives, Michael. By the way, like the lore of this world still matters. The Game of Thrones. <laughs> So I'm 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 definitely interested in the lore. I want to know did is Reiner? Well, no, he's not dead. He's not dead, which is bullshit. I was yeah, so that whole mad. thing. I transferred my consciousness into my body since like, when? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> when the fuck did that become a thing? And the fact that they basically had him on the ropes with those thunder spear things, and that whole sequence was awesome. They they shoot the spears. Yeah, in his, his head eyes. was like gone. He's missing a head. Yeah, but then when you get to the like you say, you see his head is starting to reform. Yeah, it's because he's regenerating. Yeah, he's regenerating. And then they they try and finish him off uh, while the colossal titans appearing, but he uh, it's like it's so simple, but it's like fuck you. He lays down. So the base of his neck isn't exposed. So yeah. it's just his, his, his face is like, he's laying face up on the floor. I'm like, that's what prevents us from killing you? Just laying down? God damn it. This <laughs> <laughs> is frustrating. I was like, they can't use those spears to like get to like the front of him? Yeah, like shoot him in the neck. Like on the top of his neck. Yeah. I guess the front of his neck is armored. So I guess it doesn't work. It's all armored. Well, no, not the back. Oh, the nape. Yeah, yeah the nape wasn't armored. I mean, even that fight when they... When uh, Aaron becomes the Rogue Titan, I guess they call him right, the Rogue Titan. No, yeah, I don't know why. Is he Rogue? I guess he is Rogue compared to everyone else. No, I mean like Rogue, like he's. Uh, I was talking about Rogue from X Men. No, not that kind of Rogue. (laughs) But uh, when he fights the Colossal Titan again, not the Colossal Titan, the uh, the Armor Titan again, like it's so cathartic. Again, giant monsters fighting. But when he's like, he puts the uh, the crystal hardening on his knuckles. It's like kind of like a brass knuckle thing mm-hmm. to be able to penetrate the 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 armor titan's armor. 
Small shit like that is just so satisfying from a character development standpoint. Just because we've seen how far Aaron's come from season one, where he can barely control his power, to now he's got full, basically, mastery over it. Where he's like, he's making those hardened exoskeleton things to plug up the walls instantly. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like when Goku first went Super Saiyan versus when he can go Super Saiyan now, he's like like that. Yeah. <laughs> versus like, ah, I go crazy. Yeah. He still can't control the 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 command, commanding the Titans. No, he can't control that. But in terms of like his fighting capability, in just uh, how much of a better fighter he is now too, and how much more confident. Yeah, which he is. actually came from Annie watching Annie. Yeah, the moment where they're fighting, and there's like a, a moment where the armor titan sweeps his leg, and he like he does like the the Hulk against the Loki maneuver. And he yeah. slams him from like side to side, and then tries to punch him in the face. I was like, yo, if he kills Aaron right now, because like, you know Attack on Titan, they always have that moment where it's like, oh, they're winning, and then. No, they're losing. I don't think Aaron's gonna die. I don't think he's gonna die. We know what I mean. Like if you beat him, like this show has proven to be Game of Thrones in a sense, in terms of like characters dying, but for the most part, not necessarily main characters. No, but they always do a thing where they characters you care about, yes, but not main characters. Yes, but they always do a thing. I think they do it well, much more, much better than how this recent episode of Game of Thrones did it, of making you not feel safe. Like with Aaron, when, even when he first became a Titan, when he got eaten, he thought he was dead. Like it, it, it's not like Arya having like four fake deaths from like off-screen explosions. It's not cheap like that. It feels more earned. So like in that moment where he's slamming Aaron from side to side and then goes in for like that finishing blow punch and then Aaron barely dodges it but he's moving his head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still afraid from it in that moment because they've established like no, Aaron's fought like this before and he's been seemingly winning and then lost. <laughs> yeah. So like don't get too comfortable like oh he's definitely gonna win. Oh fuck. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the most interesting thing in the last three episodes has just been being inside the mind of Erwin. And seeing that he's not as altruistic as maybe, at least I thought he was. Like, I thought he was more, like, typical I mean, I th- leader hero. I still hero. think he's altruistic. Like, he, he ultimately wants the best for humanity. It seemed like he's, there's more like a side. He's just willing to let people die for it. Uh, yeah. But I feel like the, from his explanation, when he's like, I've, you know, all I really wanted was to know the truth of the world. And then I'll... Like before, I knew it. I was giving these speeches and and rallying troops, and it's all to serve his real goal, which is just to find out what his father knew, which is the secret of the world. But saving humanity almost feels like but a, yeah, I feel a like byproduct. He, he, of that. he wants to know, maybe to tell the like. I think he wants to know for himself. It may seem like he's it's a selfish desire. Like it's just, I think it's both. Like he wants to know for himself, but he also wants to get it out there because this why why is this secret exist? Maybe, but then when you take into account the fact that he was like, well, if they all die, at least I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I think it's more about him and the, the, how it helps people is great. For, it's great. He's not a bad guy. So he, he's okay with helping humanity, but that's not ultimately what his main priority is. It's just a, it was just a byproduct of what his goal was. Which, I mean, that's interesting. It's interesting to, to see these shades of gray. Like, he's not like, just, I'm good for a sake of being good. He's like, no, I'm selfish and I want what I want. But if it helps humanity, all right. I can't turn back now. Like I can't be like, you know what? Fuck this now. Like, because if he did, humanity will crumble. <laughs> he he somehow accidentally became the backbone of humanity salvation. Accidentally. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
But the moment where the armor titan climbs the wall and is choosing between killing the horses and chasing Aaron, Aaron was a badass. The way he was looking at him like, make a choice. You only have two options. <laughs> He's like, ah, you dick. <laughs> yeah, they were like staring at each other. And I was like, you're not going to run? No, because he, he knew. It was like, you, you could attack me, but what's the point? Like, you, you really have two options. Either you destroy our horses or you chase Aaron. What you gonna do? <laughs> he's like, fuck, I'm gonna chase Aaron. They're like, ah, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, and he knew that's what they was, he was gonna, because for whatever reason, they want, well, not for whatever reason, we know why they want Aaron to get that power. Yeah. The Titan Call, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, uh, the coordinate, but, coordinator. But, but why do they want, doesn't the Beast Titan have that? I don't think so. Did, he controlled, he, he was controlling the Titans. I think, aren't those all people? They all transformed. Did they? Not all of them. But I thought, that, yeah, because remember uh, in the begin of the end of episode one of the new season where uh, they're on the wall and then you see behind Erwin, all the lights go off and then there's a whole row of Titans. Wouldn't that imply they're all Transformers? Transforming Titans? Right? Oh. All the lights, all the lights are transformations, right? I guess. Yeah. So they have to all be people. Right, I guess maybe. I mean, I say that, but they're not acting like them. Yeah, that's what I was saying because they're not acting like people. Yeah, the people that the, the small ones that got sent in, they're killing. They're just roaming around. They're not like intelligent. Yeah, that's what I was like. I don't think all of them are, are people. Then I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll find out next episode. And then the most recent episode ended with uh, the colossal titan being thrown into the. The town like the a town. bomb, Shinigasa, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. How do you feel? And well, he was supposed to transform and basically destroy all of them with the explosion, but he couldn't because he got a hard on for armor titan. <laughs> yeah, Reiner, no, my lover. I mean, friend. <laughs> Maybe because they did. Reiner is gay. He is. Yes. Since when? They said that. They they they, they there was a conversation and this people they always do these hints. And they never go anywhere with it. <laughs> All these sexist gay characters. But there was a conversation between him and Ymir in season two, I believe, when they were down in like the basement of wherever they were staying at oh, the that, time. Oh, that castle thing? Yeah. Okay. And she said something about, he said something about how uh, you don't like men or whatever. And she was... Like you were, cause it was like, well, you're hitting on me or whatever. It's like, no, you're not. Cause you don't like men. And she she responded something like, you don't like girl. Like you don't like girl. I don't know what you're talking about. Cause you don't like girls either. And then he kind of smiled at her. What? Something, it was something like that. I vaguely remember that. I don't remember exactly what they said. Huh? I, I can see it though. I can totally believe Berthold and Reiner being in a relationship. Well, not Reiner, because he likes, I mean, Bertolt, he likes Annie, but Reiner is the the gay one. No, he's not. He hasn't accepted his feelings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. He, he, he abandoned the entire foolproof plan of destroying them in one blow because he saw Reiner basically almost dead. Come on. <laughs> but, like, was the Colossal Titan's transformation always such a giant explosion? I don't remember that, but I was, I, I guess. Like, when he became that on the wall, was there an explosion that big? I don't think so. Because it's like a nuclear bomb. Maybe it's from, the, like, the fall. Like, he transforms in the air and falls to the ground. Makes that oh, no, here it, is, here it is. What does it say? This is the... Uh, so it, that's says, from the manga, but that that happened in the show, that conversation. Shocker. I didn't think... This is Ryder talking. 
What a shocker. I didn't think I looked like a guy who's interested in women. Oh, and by the way, you don't look like a girl who's interested in guys either. Oh, really? Huh. Well, there you go. Pretty much confirmed. I didn't think I looked like a guy who's interested in women. Oh, wow. Okay. Get that armored dick, son. <laughs> but they never actually went anywhere with it. No. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. That's a, a lot of shows. Maybe he was in the Marco. Sexist, or something. sexist gay characters. That's another thing. Was it, maybe he was in the Marco. Because cause is that the origin of his split personality? I was confused. I'm like, does he always he, have a split personality? Say, or? Is he into Marco? Because he killed, if he was, he killed him. <laughs> but remember when he killed Marco, he was all like, in his warrior mode. Like, ah, like, if you want to fucking destroy, we got to kill all of humanity. People are evil. Kill Marco right now. And then when they kill Marco, he his mind breaks. Or it, that's a, he, he switches to his other personality. Like his soldier personality. Remember how they made a distinction? Like a soldier versus a warrior? The soldier is the, the mind he has when he thinks he's on, he's like a, a legit survey corps member. But then... The warrior is when he's he realizes he's part of like the coalition of evil Titan Transformers. I don't remember him having a split personality. What? But... That, that was the entire last season when they were escaping with Aaron. And it was like, you don't remember what you did? He was like, no, I'm a warrior. What? I remember? I don't remember that. <laughs> wow. That was like a whole thing with Ymir. This show, it's like so much with this show. And then because it's so long between each season, oh. I'm, it's a lot. That's all I said. When I even went back, flashback to Marco stuff, I was like, I don't remember none of this. Oh, wow. But I don't know. I, I I'm think... like, maybe I need to go back and watch seasons one through two and a half. <laughs> maybe you do. <laughs> but I, I think that flashback. Same thing with like Young Justice. It was like, wait. When's that even coming back? I don't even know. <laughs> but yeah, I think that flashback was supposed to be the origin of his split personality. Because maybe that he, he thought he was doing the, the right thing by killing Marco. But since he was such good friends with Marco, seeing him actually die kind of broke his brain and split him into two personalities. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, what would you rate these three episodes? Perfect. Also perfect vision. Agreed. This show is everything I wanted One Punch Man to be. Like, they did not sacrifice... Maybe a high more than passable. For all three? For, well, for this, because I'm like, there's still, there's no gay. I want gay. What? <laughs> what a weird thing to hold against it. No, no it's per- perfect vision. <laughs> okay. I still want the gay, though. But yeah, they didn't sacrifice an ounce of quality in their break, unlike One Punch Man. Just have an episode where Marco, I mean, where Reiner has a dick in his mouth and somebody walks in. He's like, wait, what? Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> apropos of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they just walk in the room. Like, and then other person just like backs away like, oh, my bad. Back away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Here's Aaron's dick in his mouth. His, wow. titan, his titan dick. Oh, before we get off of what, to Attack on Titan, though, I do want to mention that Mikasa, no, not Mikasa, uh, Levi's a badass. When he tried to kill Reiner... He wasted no time. There was no hesitation. As soon as he saw Ryan, I was like, nah, bitch, gotta go. Stab, stab, stab. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was awesome. It was like, whoosh. And then, but even still, that whole thing, I transferred my, uh, that's why I was like, that's some bull- bullshit. You fucking plot armor. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can transfer my consciousness. Aaron better be able to do that too then. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, Aaron should be able to do, well, I guess they make it a point that they don't all have the same power. Bullshit. <laughs> Cause we don't see we don't see uh, Bertolt talking about doing some shit like that. 
Granted, he doesn't need to, but... Yeah, he's just big as fuck. <laughs> he's the Godzilla of the Titan world. Yeah. All right, on that note, let's get into news of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. No, they just don't want their characters, quote-unquote. I could call you a nigga. You if he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want to hand me down. I don't want kitty gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Are we missing something? Uh, maybe. I don't think so. I think it was everything. Detective Pikachu, Game of Thrones, uh, Cobra Kai, One Punch Man, Attack on Titan. Yeah. Okay. People want us to talk about Black and Dagger. <laughs> I, I, I'm still behind. I need to catch up. I'm also behind. Three episodes. You're behind more than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm behind more than you. But, uh... <laughs> CW. The season finales this week, Michael. You gotta care. watch them. I don't care. <laughs> the season finales, they're over. <laughs> I don't care. It's it's already over for me. <laughs> it's like Game of Thrones. I'm going down with the ship, man. I'm going down with all the ships. But uh, speaking of something that we thought was over, we thought there was gonna be no more uh, Watchmen after the movies, but it's coming back in TV form. HBO's hoping that this is their next Game of Thrones. Hmm. We are no one. We are everyone, and we are invisible. We convinced ourselves that they were gone, but they were just hibernating. They came for everybody. Oh, please. Are we safe? I guess we have ourselves a reckoning. What are you two talking about? Oh, nothing. Just the end of the world. So, uh, yeah, Watchmen released a teaser trailer for their new show. So, what'd you think of the Watchmen teaser trailer? It's not much to go by. It's like V Vendetta, but with Rorschach. So, it's like... it's well, the, not really Rorschach, but... We, we know what I mean. Except the guy Fox mask. Now people are wearing the Rorschach mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, have they released plot details? Like, what it's actually about? about? No. Because I don't have much to go by off the teaser. Like, it looks... I think, I mean, it, just, I think it takes place now. Oh, like present day? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. So Dr. Manhattan went off like he did at the end. Do you think we're going to get him back? Like, you're actually going to bring back the original characters? I mean, maybe some might. Sh- well, I don't know. I doubt we'll see freaking. Uh, well, he's dead. I was going to say, we. I doubt we'll see Negan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only person they could bring back really is Night Owl and Silk Spectre and Dr. Manhattan. Right? That's the only one that's left alive, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not like I'm not clamoring for that, but I'm just saying like it'd be interesting. I mean, maybe if anything, they might bring them. I don't. I don't know if it'll be the same actors though. See, I want the same actors. Yeah, I want. I, I want continuity. I don't think it'll be the same actors, uh, but who knows? One. I don't know. Maybe Doctor Man. I feel like for a TV show, like the Doctor Manhattan effect might cost too much for a TV budget. 
especially considering they don't know how this show is going to do. So they're not going to spend Game of Thrones. The only reason they spend the money that they do on Game of Thrones is because it's so popular. Mm, good point. They don't know if this show is going to be maybe like down the line, if it's still proved, if it proves to be as popular as season three, four or five. Maybe Dr. Manhattan to show up, but then at the same time, it's like, what do you do with him now? I mean, are you excited? He's the only one in that world that has that power, so. Yeah, sure. Are you excited? For- oh, and uh, Adrian. He's still alive, right? Is he? Didn't he have cancer? Was that real? Well, in the sh- in the comic, in the Doomsday Clock, it wasn't real. But I don't think- Did you ever finish that comic? I did. I did it's not. Still del- it's not even finished yet. It's not finished yet. No, because it it delay every single issue delays like three to four six, like months. Whoa! So it's not done yet. What? Who gives a fuck at this point? <laughs> like Jesus! All right. I mean, are you interested in this in the show? I, I, yeah, I'm curious to check it out. Yeah. I'm not a big Watchmen fan, so it's not like I mean, what other than the comic? Like, what do you what could you be a fan of in that franchise? The the show? I mean, the movie? That's really it. The comic and the movie. I like the original comic a lot, and the movie's pretty good too. But I'm not like, oh yeah, Doctor Manhattan's the best. I love Doctor Manhattan. Night Owl was way better than Batman. So yeah, not like super. Saying, even the comic, I was like, yeah, it was cute. But I'm not a not a big Watchmen fan. So, hmm. like I said, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. But I'm way more I'm way more excited about the boys than I am about Watchmen. Oh yeah, that actually. I was like, you're looking at me like, yeah. It took me a second to remember what the boys was. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm so out of it right now. But uh, that actually looks like original Watchmen. Like you know, in the same like vein as Watchmen, but not Watchmen. Yeah, because even Watchmen, there's like, there's they're not superheroes. Yeah. It's basically kick-ass, <laughs> but without the comedy. Yeah. But uh, speaking of something that it's not gonna have any comedy. So, It Chapter 2 released their trailer. But tell me, how is it being back in Derry? It's good. Strange. Strange? Oh, my. I had some cookies in the oven before you came. Stay right there. I shouldn't impose. I'm going to... No, 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 no. I insist. Your photos are lovely, Miss Kirsch. Are these your family? My father came to this country with $14 in his pocket. What did he do, Mrs. Kirsch? My father joined the circus. I was always daddy's little girl. What about you? Are you still his little girl, Beverly? Are you? Me and the Losers Club has officially begun. We can do this, but we have to stick together. Hello. What'd you think of the trailer? Hey, Georgie. <laughs> um, the introduction of the trailer where they show that entire... Are you just doing that smile thing at me right now? <laughs> I was like, well, why are you looking like that? It's freaking me out. <laughs> yeah, that shit was freaky as hell. I've seen people say like, oh, that's what old people do. But I'm like, I have never, yeah, I've never seen an old person do that. <laughs> like that freezes with a smile on her face. 
And I'm like, Bev, you should know better. Like, you've already been to dairy. You know what this thing is like. You know what Pennywise does. Wouldn't you have red flags going off in your head the second you walked into that house and she's acting all creepy and shit? I would have left. Right when that smile happened, I'd be like, and I'm leaving. I'll see you later. I mean, I don't know. But does she know? Do they know that Pennywise is coming back? Or well, do they think the, it's over? Well, in the book. Well, I can't. I'm not going to quote the books. But in the sh- in the movie. Yeah, I know. He comes back every whatever years. Every 12, 20 years, whatever. But do you know how the second half starts? I never, I didn't read the book. One of the kids killed. Which I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to read the book before the second movie comes out. Oh, I didn't read the book. I, I watched the original movie. Ah, uh, see, I didn't see the original movie. Okay. Well, in the second half with the adults, the reason why they go back to Derry in the first place. Do you care if I tell you this? Oh yeah, one of the kids commits suicide. Or something? Yeah, yeah, one kid kid commits suicide. So they go back knowing that there's something already up. Like the, the Pennywise is back. Like, the, the only reason they go back to town is because they know Pennywise is back there. So I'm like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> and and what's also weird is the fact that the, the old woman just runs around naked. Like, she's doing weird, like, naked move, maneuvers in the well, background. That happened at the end. <laughs> but even when she's walking past the doorway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in the darkness. What the? <laughs> at first, but I was, everybody's like, oh, that's Pennywise. I'm like, is that Pennywise? Cause she makes mention of my father or whatever. I'm like, or does Pennywise have a like a kid? But that doesn't make sense because isn't Pennywise like ancient? Like aren't like wasn't he at the 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 founding of the town? Yeah, but just the just the dialogue that she was saying, which is like, you guys stop my father. I'm after, like, it made me go. Yeah, I feel like that's that's Pennywise fucking with her, right? I guess I don't know. That was my assumption, just because I'm like. If Pennywise is like hundreds of years old, it doesn't make sense for this woman to be his daughter. I feel like it, I don't know. Old people are are creepy, I guess, because her running at her naked was somehow terrifying. I don't know. Like, oh no, naked woman, <laughs> naked old lady. You don't like naked women? Have you seen the visit? <laughs> the visit? No. Okay. Well, there's a naked old woman in that too, and it's kind of freaky. So yeah, apparently naked old women are crazy or, or freaky. <laughs> But, but yeah, I I, I really enjoy. I feel like I'm gonna enjoy this movie more than I'm gonna enjoy the original. I think so too. I mean, and it's the cast looks strong as fuck too. They got the cast looks very strong. James McAvoy in it. Yeah, and I feel like this movie is gonna be darker than the original because it's probably only but so many dark moments that you could do with kids. Yeah, just by the virtue of where their lives are at. And, is and I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I think it's granted. You know, the first scene, but I think it's actually illegal to like show them like really like killing like like torturing and all that kids in movies oh really i think i granted i could be wrong but i think i read that somewhere but what about jury with his hand bit off like his arm that's the one moment that's why i said the one moment uh, but it's like because because even if you think about the first movie grant i really enjoyed the first movie but one of my biggest complaints i was like you had that one you had that scene at the very beginning and i like made that was like the oh shit moment that where you thought like no, nobody's saved, but then for the most part, the rest of the movie was pretty tame, if you think about it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think like that, that, other kids did die, but not but in that way. That, not, that, that, that gruesome. Not in, not in that way. And then they kind of like show Pennywise, and then the mouth would open, but then they would cut to the next scene. So you didn't really see. So you only had that one scene. Yeah. It was really just a really strong way to build the mood, like the atmosphere for the rest of the, the movie. But even then, it's like. But that atmosphere didn't really go anywhere because it was just that one scene. So as much as I enjoyed the first it, 
I didn't like that. That was a that was a weakness for me. So you think Pennywise is gonna be ripping off arms and shit? In this I hope. One? I hope so. Is and it rated cause, R? Because yeah. Okay. Because they're also adults now. You could kill like people don't care about you torturing adults. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope I hope he fucking is more bloody in this uh, one. Okay. Do you think they're gonna change the ending where he was like a fucking giant spider in the original movie? Did you know that? Did you know he was a giant spider in the original movie? <laughs> well, no, he didn't. They, no, they didn't do that in this. In the, but no, I knew he was a spider, and his main, his major enemy is a, a giant turtle. <laughs> a turtle. Which I'm like, <laughs> so what stupid. the fuck was Stephen King? Sm-? Like he was on some acid or some shit when he made this. Bro, he, he came had up the with kids this. in an orgy. That doesn't make like. I, how do you defend that? How how do you explain that? Like, no, no, it makes sense for the story. What? <laughs> you had a kid orgy. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Like, why is he on the list? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, what was the reason for that? The kid orgy? Yeah. It was like a bonding thing or something like that. It's all fuck and we'll bond that way. Like, wait a second. <laughs> and they're all dudes with that one girl. It's not okay. <laughs> is that really an orgy, though? It's not an orgy. That's a train. <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> I take it back. It wasn't an orgy. It was a... Unless the guys, unless the, the, guy, the other kids were fucking each other. You know, I didn't read the book, so maybe they were. I don't even know. I think, I think they're all fucking Bev, though. Which is so weird. Like when I said that out loud, it's like ill. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ill. <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I didn't read the book, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. There's one scene in the trailer that makes it look like they're in some kind of like alien looking cavern. I'm like, I wonder if they're gonna change it to be like an alien or something. Like, would you be mad if they it was like, no, he's actually an alien instead of like a demon? I mean, like I said, I don't really have a strong connection to source materials. So I don't really wouldn't bother me. Okay, just curious. I still wonder. I just wonder. I'm like, are we gonna get the giant turtle? <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so stupid. Leonardo gonna show up? <laughs> go ninja, go ninja, go! <laughs> but yeah, I'm curious to see what they do. Yeah, I'm excited. Like I said, I want more blood. When does it come out? October. October. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Hey, Georgie. No, September 6th. Oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, but I think this is coming out in October. It's just really, it's not really anything to talk about. But the Batwoman teaser. <laughs> does she exist? Yes, she does. Moving on. <laughs> like, all the teaser is just her standing there, right? Yeah, like, it's just her standing there. Yeah. And it's on CW. That's why I'm like, honestly, I'm not even, I don't care that excited about it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Like even Supergirl, like I haven't, I don't know what the fuck is going on in Supergirl. I don't care. I don't know what's going on in Arrow. I don't know what's going on in the Flash. I don't care. <laughs> you you do care because you're still watching. <laughs> but like I'm watching it out of like obligation. Like if you ask me right now what happened in this week's episode of Arrow, I watched it. I don't remember really. It was just they're just spinning their wheels. I mean, Flash is more interesting, but even that is like I don't care. Like the writing in this is so bad now. The girl with red lightning. Even oh. like the Batwoman thing stuff. It's like doesn't make sense in this world because now you're saying that Batman exists. But girl power, Michael. You gotta Ar- have girl. Well, no, I'm not even. That's I wasn't even gonna get to that. But I'm just like, but Arrow's supposed to be the original vigilante. But you're saying Batman was first. So you don't think Arrow would have known Batman? He doesn't know Batman. He never ran into Batman. Well, they explained that in the crossover. He was like, oh, Batman's a myth. Like, what? You don't believe in Batman? It's like, no, he's not real. But it's like, 
but if you've heard of Batman, you would think you would go investigate. But they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Like to the point that they retroactively came in was like, oh yeah, Arrow knew about magic and all this other stuff before. Because he ran into Constantine on the island. And it's like bullshit. Because even when you ran, even when you saw Barry as the flat, it's like you kind of had a a reaction like this happens and like, what the fuck is, like, this is real? Why Batwoman though? Like, is it just the girl power angle? Because they, they can't do Batman. So it's the same thing with Supergirl. So they, why not other they want to They want to do Superman, a Superman show, but but Warner Brothers and WB are like, no, you can't do Superman and Batman because we're using them for the movies. So like, Okay, well, what's the closest thing to a super? Okay, Supergirl. Let's do a Supergirl. Same thing. Like, we but can't, is she the closest we can't thing? Have, we can't have Batman. Well, I'm a Nightwing or Red Hood. I'm, or assuming, Robin. I'm assuming they can't do that either. So, because oh, wow. they're probably going to do that in the movie. As plus, what Chris McKay was working on a Nightwing movie and all that other stuff. Like, just like they wanted to do, just like they wanted to have Suicide Squad have a much bigger plot in Arrow, but WB's like, nah. That's why they killed. That's why they <sighs> killed them off. So stupid. So I guess it's the same thing. Well, we can't do Batman. We can't do Nightwing. So what's the closest thing we have to Batman? It's Batwoman. You think that's because really we're never gonna do we're never gonna do a they're never gonna do a Batwoman movie. Do you think it's a do you think that's hundred percent the reason? Do you think you don't think girl power is involved in that choice at all? No. So I don't trust you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's the entire reason for doing it, but it's the same reason why I did Supergirl. Like Supergirl has really over heavy handed. Like, but no, that, that, no, they Same have thing. they have those messages, messages. But I'm I'm saying that's not why they did the show. I'm not saying that's fully the reason why. Because I think it's because I have it. a feel if 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 they could have done a Superman show over a Supergirl, they would have done Superman. Just like I feel like if they could have done a Batman Batman show over a Batwoman, of course they would have done Batman. That's the bigger name. Maybe, but they're but they're being they have their hands tied behind them more or less. Maybe. I think CW also wants to lean into more female superheroes. Because of otherwise, because I feel like, then why not do Vixen? They had the CW shit. Like, why not? She's black, Michael. <laughs> no one wants to see a black or, female superhero. <laughs> or, or okay, why not do Zatanna? Or well, no one. There's no brand awareness with that. Zatanna. Who, who fuck knows who that is? <laughs> Me and you. That's it. <laughs> Like, your mainstream audiences, like, I think it's two things. One, they want to capitalize on the female audience, just like they did with Supergirl. But two, they want that brand name recognition. And what's the closest thing to Batman is Batwoman. But I think it's I think it's two things. I think it's both. I don't think it's a coincidence they chose a female. Or even Bat, like, because I'm like, what? even Batgirl, like, Birds of Prey, like... Yeah, I don't even like, like if Batgirl you wanna, more. Because that, that's why I'm like, if you wanted to capitalize on the woman, female, you know... As you say, girl power thing was like, oh, why not Birds of Prey? Why not? Like, there's other properties that well, they, they could do. Well, they can't do that for that's, sure. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel the like movies. they can't do. Yeah. They, they can't do but that not, for sure. But I feel movies. like even that, because it's like the movies aren't doing Birds of Prey. They're doing Harley Quinn and her friends. It's not called Birds of Prey? It's 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 called Birds of Prey, but it's not really Birds of Prey. It's Harley Quinn. Yeah, but they're still using the name. Just like when they couldn't use the word Suicide Squad. So they had to call them the Ghost Protocol or whatever. The Ghost Initiative. <laughs> Stupid, <laughs> but yeah, whatever. I, or like, I hope it's good. That's all I know. I hope it's good. I hope it. Or like, do Doctor Fate, but like the Doctor is a, a is a woman. Like, if you want to capitalize on a name, but so I feel like yeah. But again, but there's no there's, there's no name there. Doctor Fate. Nobody knows who that is. Like, people know Superman. People know Batman. That's, well, that's what DC assumes anyway. So that's why they keep going with these Bat super characters. 
There's a bunch of other women they could have chosen. I mean, but, I guess you could say the same, but no, nobody knew who Green Arrow. Nobody knows, comparatively speaking, nobody knows who Arrow is. But they still did an Arrow show and made it work. But I think that was a, an example of them. But it's wanting all, to but do again, Batman. I was gonna say, but that's also gonna the same thing. They want a Batman show, yeah. but they can't. So they made Arrow Batman. <laughs> yeah. But then it's like retroactively, it makes no sense because now you're doing a bat type. <laughs> you're doing a bat type character. Yeah. So you could have did, if really, you could have did Batwoman in the beginning. Look, like I said, I hope it's good. I just hope it doesn't have it's not, fucking... It's not going to be. <laughs> super heavy-handed ass SJW it's, it's fucking not, messages in not, it. It's not going to be. I was like, I'm a woman, yeah, but it doesn't make me any less capable as a Batman. It's not going to be. Uh, CW. <laughs> just make her strong. And you know that's what they're going to do, because like, look at Supergirl. Like. I know, that's what I don't want. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. That's why people like hate on this shit, because it's fucking so heavy-handed. It's like, just, just do it. Just do it, but don't fucking like, lean into the, the fact com- that she's a woman. Because I'm like, in the comics, they don't, they, they don't do like Supergirl and Superman both exist, but they don't try to make one seem like more valid or whatever than the other. They just both exist, exist in the world, nope. and they both have their own fights. Nope, they got to tear down the man to make the woman put on a pedestal. You got to make her whatever. It's stupid. <laughs> but oh. I don't know. What's the next trailer? That's it. That's it for trailers. If they make Batman a jobber like Superman, I swear to they're God. Gonna, they're gonna. They're gonna. <laughs> Batman's gonna come and be like, Batwoman, you've done a better job than I ever could. And I, uh, I'm i gonna fight the Joker, but I'm gonna lose. But then you're gonna save me. <laughs> Thank you, Batwoman. You're so much more better I, than I am. I don't even think I don't even think they're gonna introduce Batman. Unlike with Supergirl, they introduce Super... I don't think Batman's ever gonna show up in this, in this world. That's they're just gonna say he's wet. missing or whatever the case may be. And, but then they're gonna like tangentially like talk about how Batwoman is be- Batwoman is better for Gotham. More oh, or less. gross! <laughs> so gross. And she's gonna fight all of his role, like the Joker and the, the Two Face and yada yada yada. Ugh. If anything, if anything, the only character I feel like they will introduce is Batwing. Oh, black black Batwing guy. Yeah, Luke Fox. Yeah. Hey, and maybe cool... Lucius Fox. They'll have Lucius Fox be on the show and then eventually introduce his son and then he'll be Batwing. I can see that. As long as they give him a cool suit. Because his first suit in the comics is stupid. <laughs> I like the second one with like the full mouth armor. I can say I like his suit. You like the, the original suit? No, the second one. Oh yeah, the second one I like. like yeah. the, it's, it's like a big but the second one armor. wasn't... The sex... The second one wasn't Luke. The first, I mean, the first one wasn't Luke. The first one was David Zambim, whatever his name is. Oh, Zambim, the African guy. Yeah, the Zambimwe. Oh, that's right, because that was Batman Incorporated. Yeah. That's and right. then he quit. Mm. And then they gave it to Luke. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the Batman now. <laughs> Until I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Why'd he quit? Because um, a lot of people close to him got killed. Well, welcome to being Batman. <laughs> and he's like, it's not what I signed up for. Like when his close closest friend ended up dying, he's like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> wow, what a what a hero. <laughs> I mean, and I'm out. Granted, it was in a different way, but I'm like, isn't that what Captain America did? <laughs> he's just like, oh, he's, well, like, he's like, fuck this, I'm done. Are you talking about Avengers at all in the news? Well, I don't know what you're gonna talk about, but yeah. I'm about to I'm about to bring up box office and stuff like that. Okay, well, I want to just real quick. And other stuff. There are some things about Avengers Endgame, specifically that selfishness thing that I, I'm actually turned around on from Endgame. 
uh, I I listened to the Kevin Smith uh, interview of Marcus McFeely and whatever the other guy's name, the writers. Did you listen to that? No. Okay. I didn't know there was, but fuck all that. I don't care what they say. Because wow, <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck you, writers. Yeah. <laughs> because also no, part of it is like, what, you didn't hear what they I don't though. care. <laughs> Fuck what they got to say. Dracars. <laughs> oh, it's the bad King Michael. I gave him too much power at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> but it's like, even the writers and the Russo brothers are conflicting because the writers are saying, like, even the time travel thing, the writers are like, he didn't have, he didn't create an alternate timeline. He's in the same timeline or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm gonna skip this. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I know what you're talking about. I was gonna talk about the box office, but I'm gonna talk about this part now. Okay. Like the writers are saying, like, remember in Winter Soldier, Peggy talked about how she had a husband and yes. kids and all this other stuff, and it's a person that Steve saved in World War II. Yes. Now the writers is coming, going back and say, no, that per- that her husband is actually Steve. Yeah, that's stupid. And it's like. But no, the Russo brothers said if you change the past, even the Hulk, if you change the past, even the ancient one, if you change the past, you Forget create all that. An their own timeline. writing. That's all their own writing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but they're saying no, that only happens if you take the Infinity Stones out. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. No, and it also raises it, make, it creates the bigger issue of then he was making out with his niece. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Granted, he didn't know that then because he so didn't what? go back to the past. I don't care. That's not the same captain. I don't care. It's still gross. It's like uh, in in Star Wars when Leia kissed Luke. It was like, oh, by the way, we're brother and sister. Wait, what? <laughs> that completely changed that kiss in the last movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that doesn't make any fucking sense. So I agree with that. But what they said about Captain America's arc made sense to me. Where, yes, it is a selfish thing that he did by choosing to go be with Peggy, but that's his arc. His arc is... Is it, though? Well, no, no, no. Listen, it, it, it crosses with Iron Man. They, they both influence each other. So, whereas Iron Man's been selfish for most of his life, finalizing his arc is being fully is truly selfless and making that selfless decision to sacrifice himself. Whereas Captain America's arc is, he's always been self selfless. But at the end... He, he follows Iron Man's advice, which is get a little bit for yourself. Get, have have a little bit for your uh, your own life. That's why he ends up making himself okay. Decision. Then stay in the present and go find join fucking Tinder. Like you're, <laughs> you're Captain America. That's not what I'm he wants. Sure. What he what he's always wanted was to be with Peggy. Well, like you can't dance. have it. But he could. He did it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not? I, I like that. I, I think it makes sense. No. <laughs> you don't think that makes sense? No. Go bonk Sharon like. <laughs> Like, Watch his niece now. But it also, <laughs> like it also makes that kiss. Like, wh- what was the point of that? I agree with that. Granted, I didn't like that at all when they did kiss. Talk about oh, you're forcing gayness on my program, bro. That was a forced ass kiss. Yes, but, I wish that whole segment wasn't in there. But it makes all of that like irrelevant. Just talk about like build up and like story. Like that kiss is canon. That relationship is canon. But like you kind of threw that all away. It's like what about that, bro? <laughs> they never even referenced that again though. After Civil War, it makes it seem Cause, like because it was such a backlash from it. Yeah, it was dumb, but it's, dumb move. But it's also like part of part of it is, and I feel like it's the heteronormative trope. <laughs> Wait, where's like, Sharon? Not even, no, not share, but it's like, even all the stuff with Bucky, for him to just up and leave Bucky like that, I feel like that's... Oh, that's another thing. Makes no sense. They, I feel like me and you, and we usually don't do this, but me and you were arguing as if what we saw on screen was the only interactions they had. 
but that, that couldn't have been the case. Just the fact that it seemed like Bucky knew what he was doing, they had to have had a conversation before that. There's even speculation that maybe he even initially asked Bucky to be the, the it, Captain America. Even still, That's none of that, gave none, none of that, none the, of that matters, though, because we didn't see it. But you got to assume it. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't show on screen. We had a conversation about, yeah, I'm going to go over the past. I'm going to see you later, Bucky. Like, you know, I'll, I'll be back one day. But, like, you don't need it. In that moment, It's it, they're trying to surprise the audience with that decision rather than, than uh, what is it? Uh, project not project it, uh, yeah, project it. Like rather than make it seem so obvious what he's about to do, it's a little bit of a surprise when you're like, wait, you're reading into what they're saying. Like, wait, I'll, like, I'll, goodbye. Like, what does that mean? And then when he does it, it's like, oh, that's what he meant. But the assumption has to be that they talked about it before. But again, none of that matters because we just like why the first three Captain America movies. Li- first characters three lives cap- don't start and stop when we see them on screen. But still, like the first three Captain America movies were all about the relationship of Bucky. And yet, you get to the end of Captain America, and even Grant, not Winter Soldier, because we're gonna see him in the Disney Plus but stuff. That Bucky arc was over since Infinity War. Like he'd already like Bucky was doing his own thing in Wakanda while he was doing. But his that's own thing. To, but that all of that was in service of getting rid of that programming. That's why he was in Wakanda. Yeah. So you hadn't seen your best friend, the person that you basically said "fuck the world and the government." I'm gonna become a tree, a, a fucking fugitive to the world just to save this guy. Only for them to finally get together, only to be like, "I'll be back, bro. Don't there's do a, anything there's, stupid." There's it's a like, lot of meetings. That's and, not. There's a lot of like, conversations that didn't happen. Talk in about the like, movie. but that's the thing I was talking about when in my rating. When I talked about how it's a lot of things that I was unsatisfied with, talking about even Game of Thrones, like narratively, that's not satisfying. Like all this buildup that you have, only to get to the end of these characters to not have anything. I don't think the buildup was for Bucky though. I don't think I was. I wasn't waiting around in the beginning of the game like, oh bro, you gotta save Bucky. He wasn't even thinking about just Bucky. It's the world. Like I think the Bucky story. Well, I'm not was saying over. to save Bucky. I'm saying for them to have a conclusion for their characters, like. They did. They didn't. Iron Man, Captain America and Iron Man didn't even have any last words. Like, I don't think you need it. I think everything you need to know about those characters was already established in the prior movies. And I think that last moment, I don't need to see the conversation. But they kind of did have words, more or less, and the fact that they... Because really, all, all we really wanted or needed was for them to come back together. And they kind of did in that scene where he pulled up in the car, and they kind of have a conversation. And then the fact, just him giving the shield back, that's really all you needed from those two. Yeah. So what did you want him but to say to Bucky? But the Bucky thing, there was like, there what did was, you want? Like, what did you want him to say to Bucky? Something. <laughs> See, that's exactly why. Like, you don't because you don't even have a real answer. There's no reason to show that conversation. All you need to know is he's Not, back. He got Bucky back. He did right by his best friend, and he's leaving. And he, they must have talked about it beforehand. No, Bucky but just knows. because I don't necessarily have a concrete vision or 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 dialogue of what I want, I still know that I did want something. What? Like, because because I feel like everything you needed. I think like all that was required was that little bit of dialogue. Because right there, you you got the sense that they're still friends. You're taking all the stupid with you. Like you get that banter still. You get that that revelation that like yeah goodbye goodbye. He said his goodbyes. It's like what else do you need? Like what else is there? Because like, other than even, sharing a beer and it's shooting the shit. Like there's no other things to talk about. Even that because like just <laughs> like the whole thing of like Civil War was like where the like they had that connection where they were like riding the elevator. Or was it the elevator? It was something. They were they were like talking um, and they basically in like the plane. They they were just basically like you know we're old like we're the old like they're the only people that can more or less understand each other because they grew up in the same they're both men out of time mm-hmm. and so 
That's how that's that's how they connect. Like they, they feel lonely in it's this. It's funny world. that you take that example as a reason why you want it more with him and Bucky. But if anything, I feel like that leans toward why he would go back to Peggy at the end of the movie. Cause he he feel he's always felt like a man out of time and he has the opportunity to go back and have a little bit of a life. But he was st- like, it's not even that. It's just the fact that the he's fact- a Bucky. <laughs> I'm not even saying like, and I'm not even saying oh, have them fuck. I'm not even saying that because I know that's not gonna happen. But but I'm saying just the fact that his whole arc was about like protecting or be like not being with, but like yeah, (laughs) but like the fact that he just left him, like didn't like come with me, like live your like live your life. Let's have a do over, like do like something. It was just like yeah, fuck you. I don't think it's the interpretation. I don't. I didn't interpret it as a fuck you. It's a, nah, I was fuck you. It's a hey man. Like I did everything I had to do. I saved you and the world. Like I, I've always felt out of place in this in this time. And now you know, at the end of it all, I have an opportunity here. I'm gonna go back anyway. That time period. I want to be with the girl that I've wanted to be with since day one. Like a little bit of selfishness. And yes, it is selfish. But I think that's the point. And that's what the writers kind of explained. It's the crossing of Iron Man across Captain America's uh, arcs. It makes sense to me. It's just because he didn't have, hey, Bucky, let's have a 20 minute conversation about how joint much ten, you mean to me. Tinder. <laughs> what? That's not, that's not moving on for him. It he is. He wants to go back. <laughs> join Tinder. Like, he, he always wanted that one thing. Wow, then fucking retrofit your house to look like the 40s. <laughs> wow. But yeah, is that the Bucky thing? It was the. What's the thing I said? Even the Hulk, like the Hulk stuff, I'm still. Granted, I still enjoyed the movie. It's just a lot of character stuff that I just don't... It doesn't sit with me. I, well, the Hulk thing I still agree with. I, but we also didn't talk about the possible solution of fixing Captain America, which was that joke they made with the time travel with Ant-Man becoming a baby and an old man and himself again. That's definitely the way to bring him back if they ever want to bring back Steve Rogers. Until he dies of old age. <laughs> well, you gotta hope that he doesn't do that. <laughs> gotta make him a kid again first or whatever. <laughs> But um, and then they're saying because if they obviously if they got two kids, that means Cap has been hiding these two super soldiers that are running around. I don't. That doesn't make any sense. It's got to be a different a time stream. Like it's a different timeline. Well, according to the writers, it's not a different timeline. Well, I don't know. Cause they, they didn't say that in the interview though. They only said that I guess in writing. Because again, that's stupid. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. It okay. doesn't make sense because the, your own rules. <laughs> yeah, and not only just that. Like, Winter Soldier happened in this timeline. Yes. So if he went back to the... Like, again, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, how do you say it happened in this timeline? Like, retroactively, they're like, yeah, the children, the the husband that she had is Steve Rogers. Like, but no, that wouldn't have happened in Winter Soldier. Like, that doesn't make sense. No. It only makes sense if it's a different timeline. And then timeline. where was Steve Rogers, old Steve Rogers, at Peggy's funeral? Where were the kids that they had at the funeral? No, that's all stupid. Because they made it seem like the only family she really had was Sharon speaking at the speaking, you know, uh, giving that Captain America speech that they gave to her. Yeah. Just toss that out. Like, I don't know why they said that. Like, the Russo brothers definitely had it better, which doesn't make any sense. You wrote it. Like, the fuck? <laughs> but, yeah, no. The only way that time travel shit makes sense is if it's a different timeline. Otherwise, you get into the, the messiness of, hey, you're also related to Sharon. That's weird. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. It was just some things like that that I kind of softened on. So like the selfish Captain America move, I kind of get it now. The Hulk shit, I don't get it at all. But apparently there was stuff cut from... Um, oh, it's another thing. They cut some stuff that was really cool. 
in that final battle, they had like a whole segment where it was Star Lord and someone else taking down one of those dreadnoughts with like bombs and shit. I thought it was interesting that apparently Rhodey had a lot more to do in the original cut than what ended up happening. Like, uh, there's apparently another dialogue scene between him and Nebula that kind of like made more of a connection with their their disabilities. There was also apparently that scene where uh, the Avengers Tower is destroyed and he's underneath the rubble with Rock Raccoon and Hulk and he's like in that suit thing. Apparently that's, that that whole scene was longer because you know how he like said canopy and it like made the suit kind of like open up and he crawled out of it. Mm-hmm. Remember how right after that when they do the biggest symbol moment he's got that new suit. He got it's a like, new suit. What the fuck yeah, where, where that where come, come from? Yeah. Apparently there was a whole sequence where he gets that new suit and it's like kind of like from he, where? <laughs> somewhere in the... They didn't go into details, but apparently it was a sequence where he gets that suit and they actually show him getting into it and it's like a big, like, character-defining moment. And they're just like, cut! <laughs> cut that shit. Sorry, Rody, not your story. I mean, I'm pretty sure a three-hour movie, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of shit yeah. that got cut. But there was like, no Hulk stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure Quicksilver was in the movie that they ended up cutting because we saw the, like, the set photos of him on set. That probably just confused people. I guess, but that wasn't make. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't understand where he would come from. They didn't revive people that were dead. Or maybe they did. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they went back to Age of Ultron for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, there was no. Um, there was no. I, I thought that we were talking about the cut moments from the final battle. They'd be like, oh yeah, and fucking um, what's his name? Like, I think they mentioned it was going to be a Thor versus Thor fight. Yeah, that too. Yeah, which I'm glad they didn't do. I don't need. To yeah, Captain America, Captain America, Thor versus Thor. Yeah, Hulk versus Hulk. <laughs> Iron Man versus Iron Man. Yeah, I don't need to more than one. Uh, oh yeah, okay, that was it. I just wanted to double check to see if I had the things written down right. But yeah, I thought it was interesting just the fact that it was more Rhodey than we got. Who knows? Maybe Rhodey will get a Disney Plus. They're giving giving one to everybody. Apparently, he should be Iron Man. Rhodey was Iron Man in the comics for a while. He was. Yeah, so. What I mean, he... if Pepper can have rescue, the rescue suit that has fucking weaponry and shit on it, and she can use that just as well as Iron Man can use his suit, I'm like, fuck, give. But she's not. I mean, he's not. That sucks. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? You think he's just going to be in the Avengers movies from now on? Maybe. I think that's probably it. Damn. It's racist. <laughs> Isn't it though, but we got a black Captain America now, so it's not racist. <laughs> Okay. And we got Valkyrie is the queen of Asgard. Fair. <laughs> social justice. <laughs> but uh, speaking of social justice, Avatar, I mean, Avengers Endgame is now only, only, like it's a little bit of money, but only $300 million from beating Avatar's <laughs> only record. Only $300 million. That's fucking pocket change. <laughs> it's pocket change. Only three hundred million, but uh, with that, it still stayed number one at the box office for this weekend. And uh, Detective Pikachu uh, made sixty-five million this weekend, and uh, Detective Pikachu came in at number two, and it's still pretty uh, solid for this movie. So hopefully, because I would oh we, that's something that we didn't talk about. Would you like to see this get a sequel? What Detective Pikachu? I, by the end, I'm not sure how you would. Yeah, I don't know, but you can't really. I guess you could. He ends up back in. <laughs> That's weird. 
<laughs> Get in there, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I would love more Pokemon shit. So yeah, yeah, I would like to see a sequel too. But yeah, so it debuted with a solid uh fifty eight million. Okay. So yeah, like I mean, for that, it's pretty good. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think it would uh take number one. I feel like the thing that's that might overtake Avengers. I don't even know if John Wick is gonna do it because I think John Wick is next week. I think it might be Aladdin. Hmm. In terms of like taking the number one. When does Aladdin come out? The twenty seventh, I think. Is that the next big movie? Well, yes and no, because I don't. John Wick is the next movie. Wait, was that come out that next was... week or this week? Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know it was that fucking soon. I thought it was next month. Okay. But yeah, I don't think John Wick's gonna do big numbers. Does it ever? That was like more like a. I mean, it does big enough numbers to get for rated R for rated R movie, yeah. Yeah. But in terms of like, it's not it's not a, a Avengers competition. No, no. Yeah. But I'm saying at least knock it out of unless one. at the end of the movie, Samuel Jackson shows up. <laughs> I mean, he might. But no, it's not going to do Avengers, but at least make enough to knock it out of number one. Hmm. I don't think so. I think Endgame's gonna fucking because what Endgame made like I said it made sixty eight this weekend so what John if John Wick makes like because I doubt it's gonna make sixty eight again it's like a diminishing yeah diminishing returns yeah so what if it makes like fifty million Avengers makes fifty million next weekend was say John Wick makes fifty five opening weekend like I mean, what did, let me see what maybe did the, yeah what did what did the John Wick two debut at I'm about to look it up right now science. Oh, maybe it might not. <laughs> Opening weekend was thirty million. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Endgame's gonna be. <laughs> I mean, for a rated R movie, that's that's still good. No, no, yeah, for a rated R movie, but like I said, it's not a, an Endgame competitor. No. Just like get that weak shit out of here, John Wick. <laughs> we got Thanos in this movie, motherfucker. <laughs> so I get. I don't know. Maybe not then. <laughs> oh my God, Chris actually liked this episode of Game of Thrones. What the hell, Chris? I'm reading your text right now. Cinema hooks. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> bad damn. Why is everyone shitting on this episode? Because it's bad, Chris. It's a bad episode, and Daenerys is not like that. What, what did he send us in the group chat? Yeah, the group chat. Oh. The characterization is way off. How could you... How could you call yourself a Game of Thrones fan and be like, that's acceptable? All right. <laughs> well, uh, speaking oh, of... Oh, that's what happened. What? <laughs> This is the perfect timing when I'm talking about Game of Thrones. Like, literally. She had AirPods in her ears and Drogons. That's why she killed everybody. <laughs> she yeah. couldn't hear the bells. No. <laughs> that makes sense. Her eye was switching because she heard a really dope song. <laughs> get down, get down, get down with the sickness. <laughs> no, she's listening to Michael Jackson. Listen to, let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> She's listening to drop it, drop it low, girl. <laughs> drop it low with the fire. But uh, Daenerys made a bunch of people terrified when she was having her dragons roll through King's Landing. Well, somebody else that wanted to emulate that, having kit, having people terrified. So uh, a movie theater, and I'm not sure, it doesn't say where, but it's funny that uh, a movie theater was supposed to play Detective Pikachu. Okay. So there were a bunch of kids in the theater because they were expecting Detective Pikachu. 
But, dun dun dun, they had a bunch of kids terrified because instead of Detective Pikachu, they accidentally played The Curse of La Llorona. Wait, what? Yes. How do you make that mistake? <laughs> so, parents were upset. <laughs> of course. Because kids were fucked. Because you know how the, the beginning of it was she's fucking, she's drowning her kids. <laughs> so, kids were, kids were freaked out. Parents were upset. That's right. That's how the movie starts. <laughs> That's the first scene. <laughs> That's the first scene of Detective Pikachu. Mom, is that Mewtwo? Oh God, no. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what theater. I don't know what theater this was. But I, when I read that, I, was, I laughed. <laughs> Like that's Maybe pretty because hilarious. I'm a sick person, but no, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> Mommy, no, where's Pikachu? <laughs> Is this how you become a Pokemon trainer? <laughs> yeah, well, what the fuck? How do you make that kind of mistake? I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't a mistake. Somebody was just fucking with kids. It's like fuck those kids. It's Pennywise. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how they make that mistake, but I just thought it was funny. I wish I was in the theater when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, so, uh, Dr. Strange, uh, two, they're saying that, uh, more than likely Tilda Swinton is going to return as the ancient one, I guess is a flashback or something like that. And they're saying that Jericho drum, brother voodoo and Clea will make their MCU debut. And they're saying Clea will most likely be portrayed by an Asian actress. Hmm. So Cleo. Clea. Clea. This is love interest. She's the niece of Dormammu. Huh. Huh. Okay. That sounds interesting. But uh, Brother Voodoo, I didn't think they'd introduce him so soon. I mean, granted. It's because of you. They've been been watching you. His his brother did die in the beginning of uh, the first Doctor Strange movie. His brother? Yeah, his brother didn't really have a line. He was the one. He was the original protector of the Sanctum Sanctorum. That uh, Khaleesi, whatever the fuck his name is. Khaleesi. What is his <laughs> Daenerys name? <laughs> what is his name? Kalius. Oh, uh, Kalius. Yeah. He killed him. That was his brother. He's a black guy? Yeah, the black guy. I don't even remember. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. So, yeah, Daniel Drum. <laughs> He's like, wait, no, I'm the brother of Dr. Voodoo. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that'll be his, 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 his introduction because his brother got killed and so now he's going to show. At the same time, though, I'm still like, but wasn't uh, what's his face's goal to like destroy all sorcerers? What has he been doing for oh, all yeah, this time? Uh, Mordo. Like it's been five years. Like what are you doing? Maybe he got snapped away. Yeah, maybe he got snapped away. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. He was looking at that final battle like, oh my god, all these sorcerers. Oh, sorcerers yeah. <laughs> but speaking of something that may or may not make any sense, uh, Joe and Anthony Russo has revealed that a character. Who we already know is uh going to be revealed in future MCU movies to be gay. Okay. So what are our options here? Who Nebula. That, who that character is gonna be? They said that's a story for another day. But uh What a weird like I don't like shit like this. It's just like it's like teasing the audience like, hey, who you know who's gonna be gay? But they basically said Kevin Kevin will make that announcement, and I'm sure Kevin will make that announcement, and I'm sure pretty soon. Do you like this kind of thing? Do you not feel like this is pandering? It depends how they do it. Yeah. But I feel like announcing it like this is pandering. Yeah, I know. Announcing it like this, yes. Yeah. It's just like, hey, you want to see who's gay next? And it's like, what the fuck, dude? But just all, but just all, do it. Like, don't, all, don't, yeah, don't. it's also because people probably, because they keep getting, they've been getting interviews back about this since back since Civil War. 
Like, when is there going to be a gay character? When is there going to be a gay character? When is there going to be a gay character? So it's like, it's like we're getting we'll get, there. It's an announcement coming, guys. Like, just just announce it. Hey, we got a, a plus-size character. It's the same thing, they, do, plus the same thing they did with, like, Walking Dead. Hey, guys, we're going to introduce a gay character, but then we're not going to do anything with said gay character. He's just going to be gay. <laughs> like Aaron or whatever? Yeah. Um, or Jesus. He was gay? Yeah, he's oh. gay in the comics. Oh, I don't remember. They don't do anything with him. <laughs> Um. No so who sex. is it? Is it yeah, Nebula? It's either gonna be Nebula, maybe Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel makes sense. But fully full gay or bi? Does that count? Well, he says he's gay. Oh, so. full gay. Okay. I guess Valkyrie's not right. She's bi. Yeah. See, so yeah, Captain Marvel. That'd be my guess. But then I'm like, she don't need no man, Michael. But <laughs> I'm like, is it Captain? Because I'm like. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm like, because that one roadie scene. Why not? Because I'm like, well, she's not, she's not LGBT in the comic. So would they go? I mean, I guess now there was now this fucking. Granted, I know it's DC, but I'm like, now this fucking Mister Terrific. He's not LGBT in the comic, but he is in the show. Yeah, I just feel like with the direction they're taking Captain Marvel's character, it's like that. That makes the most sense. Maybe. Then it's, like, it's cause really because people, people are like, this oh, is her, this is her was, gay haircut. <laughs> like what? Because <laughs> people were like, oh, there was some. She, she, it looked like she was. She was like, there's some queer subtext with her and uh, Maria Rambo. When they're like, oh, they they were definitely coded as lovers or whatever. But she's got a daughter. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really see that, but sure. <laughs> she's just a fuck. She's so bland. I can't even tell. So it's not like she has chemistry with anybody. Like even well, like part of little... me though was like, I don't know if I would like it being Captain Marvel, because then it's like almost a stereotype. Why? Where it's like she's butch and she's got a short. Yeah, haircut. she has the she has the quote unquote lesbian haircut, and she's like. She's the strongest Avenger. You think of a strong woman and you automatically make them a lesbian. Like you think of a butch type woman. Oh, that means she's a, that means she's a dyke. Oh my god. That's the, that's, <laughs> that's the quote unquote. She's a dyke. So it's like I don't know if I would like that because then I would make her a stereotype. Like I said, it would make her a stereotype. She's already a fucking stereotype. <laughs> but not if you meant not if she's not if she's heterosexual. Then she's just bland. <laughs> she's even if she's a lesbian, she'll still be bland. At least will give her something. <laughs> She'd be a bland lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe it would make sense with all the fucking anti-man bullshit in her fucking movie and so shit. So I'm like, maybe Nebula. But she's but a robot. Is that Carol? That's why I was like, but she's a robot. <laughs> clank, 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 clank. I don't know. I mean, who else then? Like Nebula, Captain Marvel. Well, who are other options? I feel like anyone else would be too forced. Yeah, I don't know who else. Someone we know. Yeah, so somebody we know. Gonna be fucking, I don't know. Mantis? I don't know. <laughs> gonna be somebody inconsequential, like fucking Korg. Cause Korg is actually because Korg is gay in the comics. What? Yeah. He's, gonna, he's a rock. How does he Exactly? That's why I was like, it's gonna be somebody like Korg. What? <laughs> Just, nobody gives over. They're like, what? Does he even have a penis? Like, I don't understand how that works. I mean, apparently maybe he does, because like the thing has a wife, but it's like, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> Gravel pussy. That's how. Oh. Alicia Masters or whatever her name is. I have no idea. But yeah. Gay. 
My guess is Captain Marvel. Gay rock man. Gay rock man. <laughs> but, uh... Speaking of somebody gay... Okay. <laughs> Rob, what a transition. Rob Stark. <laughs> Rob Stark? What? <laughs> but, uh... If anything, he was so straight, it destroyed his army. <laughs> But yeah, Richard Madden, Rob Stark, he's in talks to star as uh, more than likely Icarus in the Eternals movie. So they're getting they're getting pretty big names for these movie. Angelina hmm. Jolie, Richard Madden, uh, Kamali. Yeah, I'm really curious what this movie's gonna be. Yeah, like. I'm curious what this movie's gonna be. But yeah, he's this in the future of the MCU. He's in, he's in talks to be uh, in the Eternals movie, so we'll see what that is. But something else, we'll see what that is. Uh, so basically, Marvel has come out and uh, announced all of the Phase 4 dates that they're going to have going forward. And uh, they said Bob Iger has confirmed by this summer they'll actually tell you what these movies are going to be. But based on the dates, I probably feel like I can guess some of them. But like May 1st, 2020 is going to be the next Marvel movie after Spider-Man. So we're not going to get another movie for like another year, basically. Almost a year, because Spider-Man is July, so a little less than a year. But May 1st, 2020 is the next movie. Okay. More than likely, that's Black Widow. Yeah. November 6, 2020 is the next movie after that. More than likely, that's Doctor Strange because the first Doctor Strange came out in November. Okay. February 12, 2021 is the next movie after that. More than likely, that's Black Panther 2, February. Hmm. That was another thing. Racism. <laughs> there was like a really cool thing I didn't notice the writers explained that it was literally them passing the torch in that uh, Infinity Gauntlet sequence where it's like it's, it's Hawkeye with the gauntlet at first, but then he gives it to the future of the MCU. He gives it first to Spider Man or Black Panther, then he gives it to Spider Man, and then Captain Marvel has it. So it's like passing the baton. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. That's pretty cool. No, <laughs> is it not? Is it not pretty cool? I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> Should have gave it to Valkyrie. <laughs> okay, but yeah, uh, February twelfth, twenty twenty one. More than likely, Black Panther two. May seventh, twenty twenty one. That I like. I don't know. May 7th, 2021, I don't know what that's going to be. November 5th, 2021, I don't know what that's going to be. February 18th, 2022, like, once we get to past, like... Uh, it's what? getting nebulous. Yeah. I, well, I know uh, one of these movies has to be Eternals, but I'm not sure if it's going to be 2020. I mean, 20, it's, maybe 2021 would be the May... Maybe uh, Eternals might be May 7th, 2021. Okay. I don't know. But yeah, then uh, May, February 18th, 2022, May 6th, 2022, and then the last one, July 29th, 2022. Is that Avengers? Was it an Avengers listed in this? I feel like an Avengers movie is probably not going to come for a while. I, don't, I feel like we're not going to get one. Are those all confirmed dates? Yeah, these are all confirmed dates. And they said they're going to come out in the summer and say what they actually are. But I feel like when I... Part of me feels like we're not going to get an Avengers movie in Phase 4. That's weird. I feel like Avengers might come in Phase 5. That's weird. It got to end each phase with an Avengers movie. You got to build to something. Otherwise, I'm going to start feeling like it's 
fucking Justice League DC universe where it's like, where, where are we going? <laughs> where is this building towards? Because I'm like, I don't know. I feel, because I'm like, how do you, because the Avengers pretty much don't exist right now, like for the most part. No Avengers. But like, Black Panther, these, Captain Marvel. A lot of these characters don't know each other. Well, I guess they, they do. They all know each other They now. do, but they don't. Who not doesn't to, know each other? Not to the point of like... Captain America, Sam, Sam Wilson, Spider-Man, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, that's five. Hulk is still around. Yeah, but he's not Hulk. <laughs> Maybe he'll Hulk up by then. <laughs> Maybe one of those is a Hulk movie. That's six. Hawkeye's still alive. Seven. And they got... And that's another thing. The reason why I they... like Hawkeye's retired. Like, the reason... Oh, that's another Haw- thing. Hawkeye's done. Like, supposedly that's what the TV series no. is going to be about. Oh, maybe... Him training the, the the new Hawkeye. Maybe. But the way the writers made it seem... The reason why they killed... Remember how you were like... One of your issues was maybe... You felt like Black Widow died. It was like, oh, you killed the woman or whatever. But the writers said the reason why they killed Black Widow instead of Hawkeye was because her storyline's basically done. But because now he, in those five years, was a murderer... And he's got all this inner conflict. And then he gets his family back on top of that. They said there's more places for his storyline to go. I agree with that. That's why I said the TV series. Yeah. So maybe they'll just explain it away in the TV series. But I don't know. I feel like it could be interesting to have him in the Avengers still. Like in the movies. Um, so what's that? Seven? Who else? Who else is left? Loquisha. Oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy are still around. Thor. There's a point. They're all around. They all know each other. They all know each other. What the fuck? <laughs> That's why Spider-Man can't call anybody in the Spider-Man Far From Home. You see those memes where it's like, it's like, where's Hawkeye? I don't know. Where's Falcon? Isn't he the new Captain America? Yeah, exactly. And what, Doctor Strange? Oh yeah, you're right. We do know him too. <laughs> we know a lot of people now. <laughs> yeah, they don't know. They don't know each other. Get in there, little high school kid. <laughs> Fire battles for us. But yeah, so we'll see what those movies are. Like I said, they're supposed to announce it this summer. But actually, now that I think about it, one of those movies, because supposedly, this hasn't been confirmed, but they did say, and I guess now that James Gunn is coming back, I'm pretty sure that is back on the table. But I remember they did say that a lot of Phase 4, they wanted to focus on the cosmic aspect of the Marvel Universe. Like, that's why Thor is now in the Guardians of the Galaxy. There's also talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 3 introducing Beta Ray Bill. Which I kind of hope not. I feel like, if anything, they should introduce... Wait for Thor, Thor 4 to introduce Beta Ray Bill. Don't introduce him in a Guardians movie. Well, I would only say that you're right because they have Adam Warlock. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They got Adam Warlock to deal with. That's so. too much. Yeah, it's too much. I want to say team up. It's like Adam Warlock, Beta Ray Bill team up. Were they ever a team? No. Oh. I'm, I'm thinking of the fucking... It's always been Thor and Beta Ray Bill. No, I'm thinking about the... Uh... The, the Cosmic Avenger team, I forgot they were called. The Annihilators? You know what I'm talking about? It was no. Beta Ray Bill, Gladiator, Silver Surfer. Mm, I forgot who else. It was more than that. But yeah, going back to what I was saying, they want to focus on the Cosmic Universe going f- like in Phase 4. So part of that is, uh, which obvious, there uh, it's not been confirmed because they hadn't announced anything, but going things leak all the time. But they're saying that going forward, that they are one of the movies that they're going to do is a Nova movie. Okay. So my question is, who do you think it's going to be? Is it going to be Richard Ryder or Sam Alexander? Um, I feel like it's going to be Sam Alexander. I would like that. I would like there to be some kind of connection, connective tissue between that and of course, McDonald's. Lot, of course, everybody wants Richard Ryder because that's who the Nova has been for most of the... Make it the mentor. 
show going for I think feel like he and I think he has way more story than Sam Alexander does because Sam is pretty new. But I'm like, no, I think they're gonna do Sam Alexander because the whole you got you got a kid. He's he's a younger gonna be a kid teenager. Is a younger actor. You got somebody that's Peter Parker's age that can also go for longer in these movies. Yeah, that they can also pay them less. I can see them starting. And on with top the, of that, he's Latino. Yeah, you that diversity in there. Yeah, but I feel like they would start with the other guy as like a Green Lantern passing on the mantle kind of thing, like have him be the Abin Sewer to the Alex. I'm like, you really want to go with it? How about we get Eva Eva Bakian? I have no idea who that is. Who's that? She was a Nova in the Secret Wars okay. comic. And you're looking at me like, you know, I don't know who that is. So I'm just like, all right. <laughs> she was in the Secret Wars comic. Like, obviously, Secret Wars, none of that is canon. But that was like one of the most popular books in Secret Wars. And basically, she's a, a black woman. Oh, okay. Nova and her family. Well, I'm trying to make Captain Marvel a black woman, so I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> Apparently not, because she's a white woman. <laughs> Which, speaking of... No, I, wasn't, I want Carol to die. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't going to bring this up. It's a Nova movie. Uh, so, yeah, Nova movie might be happening. But, yeah, this I wasn't going to bring it up, but since you said... So, there's a petition going around that they're saying that they want Brie Larson to be recast. And they want a black queer woman to take over as Captain Marvel. Ooh. Again, why are you? Why is it have to nail down? She's gotta be black and gay. Like what? Why? <laughs> like why? Why you? You want all of the diversity in one person? Like why queer? But let why, me, let me why see. not just black? Let why me just... see if I can find. Because like I said, I wasn't gonna bring it up, so I closed it. But I'm gonna see how many signatures it has. But why not just the black woman? Why? Why throw in the queer thing? Like why is it gotta be? I don't understand. Because we don't have either. A black woman, a black woman superhero, or a gay superhero. So the, the solution is to make the two in one, <laughs> make her represent everything. Uh, petition I fast forward It has gained fourteen thousand five hundred signatures so far. That is nothing. And the goal is fifteen thousand signatures. That's a small ass goal. That, that's the almost nobody. Fifteen thousand people is nobody. <laughs> You know how many millions of dollars, billions of dollars the was already made? Well, apparently they want. But I was like, this petition is stupid. I'm one of the people that say I'm not a fan of Brie Larson. But at the end of the day, her movie made a billion dollars. Like, they're not recast. They're not getting rid of her. I mean, I agree with that. But I don't think the billion was made because of her. No, it's not made because of her. But at the same time. They want to keep that formula. Yeah, they're still going to keep that formula. Yeah, I agree with that, but I want to see her. I want. I want her to die. <laughs> uh, she's too bland. That's she's what I was saying. No like, chemistry. if in if in Captain Marvel two, like she ends up dying and passes the mantle on to Monica, and that. Monica's now older. I'm fine with that. But uh, totally like I said, they're not gonna they're not gonna just recast her and like be like, all right, Brie Larson, you're done. Unless like some crazy bullshit happens behind the scenes, and I, I guess my issue is just the with that petition. Why not say I want to replace. Carol Danvers with Monica Rambeau. Like, why is it... I don't like the pandering of, like, no, I want a black and a gay female replacement. Like, ask for a character. Don't ask for a, a fucking sex and a sex... Or a sexuality and a gender. Is that right? Yeah. A sexual orientation and a gender. A sex... A sender. A sender. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm all for... 
diversifying, but when it's that, that like point blank obvious, like, oh, I, I wanted to be a gay black woman. It's like, you mean Monica Rambeau? Do you want to be Monica Rambeau? Yeah, but also gay. Yeah, I was going to say, Monica's not gay. She's, I know, but that's... She was dating, at one point she was dating Brother Voodoo, and she, then at another point she was dating, that didn't work out, she started dating Blue Marvel. Hmm. I saw that article, though, and I saw it was some like funny caption of like, uh, Social justice giveth and social justice taketh away. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we want a white strong. We want a strong woman as a character of the MCU. Yeah, but she's not like, diverse enough. I want to now. I want her to be black and I want her to be gay on top of it. <laughs> I think part of it is just because nobody, not nobody, but and I don't even want to say the majority because I don't know if it's a majority, but people aren't really clat- clatching. What the fuck is that? Latching on to Brie, to Larson? Brie Larson. No one is. No one is. <laughs> I don't want to say no one because there's something because I made because I I made a thing I posted the, the the meme where it's like when Black Panther showed up in in Endgame I think I told you this people got mad when Black Panther showed up in Endgame people clapped when Spider Man showed up people clapped when Captain Marvel showed up crickets <laughs> people got pissed off at me and uh when when I posted that on Facebook of course you did every SJW person is just like oh, how dare you like how dare yeah exactly. and it's like well. That's not true because I they sure they sent me a link of one theater cl- like I'm like Good job. or they said in my theater people I'm like yes but I'm talking about my theater like because I because I said in the caption on my caption this happened to me twice yeah and they're like you were in a sexist theater or whatever I'm like no because they clapped when Pepper showed up they clapped when Wash showed up they clapped when Valkyrie showed up they clapped during the A Force moment I just don't like that so, leaping logic of you don't like this character it's because you're sexist you don't like this character it's because you're homophobic it's like no maybe I don't like the fucking character for the because the character sucks in this they, case the or character they showed sucks. me a clip of like people erupting into applause when Captain Marvel took out the, I'm like. I didn't say it happened in every theater. Yeah, I said right. this happened to this happened in my experience twice. Yeah. I didn't say this was an absolute like people were upset. I'm surprised you of all people posted this. Oh god. I roll. I'm As like, a cisgendered man, Michael. <laughs> Cuz you know I'm very liberal. Yeah. And I talk about a lot of shit on Facebook. That's thing. So that's why people are like, I'm surprised you of all people. I said, this happened in my experience. I didn't say this is the case in every single theater and every single, like. People will turn on you in a second. That's that's why I don't like. This They're like, this is a lie. I was like, no. It's a lie. I said, <laughs> You're lying. I said, You're this happened in my experience. I didn't say this happened. In my theater, people, cla- I didn't say this happened in your theater. Yeah. And then other people comment, no, this happened in my theater too. I think I have it in most theaters. I think that was pretty much the, the the default response. Of course, there's gonna be exceptions. Of course, in some theaters, people are gonna be like, "I'm a huge Captain Marvel fan." <laughs> but I think in most theaters, people didn't really give a fuck, and it's because her characterization's been terrible, and her acting is fucking wooden. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, maybe in other roles, because I've never seen Brie Larson in anything. But I mean, granted. Supposedly I have, because not supposedly, but I've seen her in uh, United States of Terror, but she was like much younger. But I don't remember remember her in United States of Terror that much. But it's the thing about like act like not as much as we want to, not all actors can do all things, especially like yeah. There's a clear difference. Like in, when in when, her it, when it comes to like theater, if you if you go to school for acting in theater, like they basically want they want you to play everything. They want you to play an old man. They want you to play this. They want you to play that because also theater they have limited it's limited resources. You got to use the character or the or the students that you have. So you have you're forced to more or less play all things, 
in theater, but when it comes to real life, when it comes to real world, for the most part, if they need an older, an older cat, an older actor to play an older character, they're going to get an older actor. They're not going to get a 20 something year old to play an 80 year old for the most part. Yeah. And so going back to like Brie, Brie Larson, she might be good. Like she was nominated for an act, an Oscar for the room. So she might've been great in that role, but like for Captain Marvel, no. She doesn't have it. I mean, it's a clear difference in, in chemistry and level of comfort within the, the role com- when you compare her to anyone else. And I'm even talking about characters that might be just also uh, were were in like uh, newer characters like Spider-Man. His first outing, we instantly were endeared to him. T'Challa in Civil War, his first outing, we were instantly endeared to him. Doctor Strange is probably the best comparison I can make, but even then, I liked him way better in his solo movie than I liked her in hers, in terms of like how his, his character would act. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then when you get past the, his it, first movie, yeah, it wasn't, like, the, throw act, it wasn't the acting, because I, I, I said this before, like Doctor Strange, I was way more disappointed in his first movie than I think you were. But that's also because yeah. I'm a bigger Doctor a bigger Doctor Strange fan, and I was like, yeah, a lot of stuff. They, I don't, no, that's not him. And then I wish they had a bigger flip of him being an asshole in the beginning of the movie to yeah. now him being to what he what he is now to a selfless person that's all about saving the world and all that stuff. Like I felt like in the beginning of his movie, you did, he wasn't that big of an asshole. Like he, him, he, he felt him like- dropping everything that he did to go help the the doctor girl. To, to save his life, that's not Doctor Strange. His first question would, would have been, what is his insurance? Oh, he doesn't have any? And then fuck him. Yeah. That's, why Doctor, that's who Doctor Strange would have been, but I felt like they were kind of scared to make him that big of an asshole. He felt like a less funny Tony Stark. Yeah. Like a, yeah, like a medical less funny Tony Stark. <laughs> so I felt like they were, they, were, they were scared to make him, like, because he was an asshole in the beginning. Mm. But like, I felt like they didn't want to... They didn't want to do that. They kind of wanted to make him Tony Stark. Where it's like, oh, you can see he has a heart of gold. It's yeah. like, no, that was not Doctor Strange before he became Sorcerer Supreme. But then as soon as you see his chemistry with like Robert Downey Jr. in Infinity War, like that chemistry is a far cry away from like, hey, Peter Parker, in Endgame. Yeah, you like, got yeah, something for me? That one line is like, oh, this feels so fake. <laughs> like he instantly takes me out of the movie. But no, I'm sexist, I guess. All right. <laughs> but yeah, so... Whatever. As a cisgender man, Michael, I'm ashamed. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. Maybe she'll have acting lessons for Captain Marvel too. <laughs> but uh, speaking of somebody having acting lessons, uh, so remember I mentioned before that uh, the Gambit movie was still uh, alive and well from yes. the Disney Fox merger. Even though I said why. And <laughs> Channing Tatum. The reason why I said acting lessons because Channing Tatum was taking acting lessons to 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 get into that role of Gambit and like get into Cajun accent and all that stuff. Well, those acting lessons were all for naught because now officially that movie is now dead. Good. <laughs> it's the way it should have been. Disney took officially took it off the, the slate where it was on before, which I'm like, why was it even on there in the first place? But yeah, so Gambit, for all you Gambit fans out there, all two of you that, yeah, wanted right? to, that wanted to see a Gambit movie. Not to say Gambit doesn't have fans, because I'm a Gambit fan. I just don't want a Gambit movie. Uh, yeah, I'm not that big of a Gambit fan to want a solo movie. No, but I would like to see Gambit in the X-Men movies. Yes, I would love that. Yeah. I would love to see an X-Men movie that has actual X-Men. <laughs> the ones I know and love from the 90s. Yeah. Not this Dark Phoenix shit they're doing. I'm actually hoping that the first X-Men movie, they, they, they follow giant-size X-Men. Where it's like the original five got kidnapped and sent to like the Savage Land, 
And so Charles Xavier recruits these new set of X-Men. That's when Storm and Wolverine and Nightcrawler and all those, that's when they came into play. Mm. And then they saved the original five. Well, that'd be cool. Kind of hit the ground running with the with the action storyline. Yeah. I like that. I'd be down for that. I would love to see a real-ass Sentinel battle. Remember that? Wouldn't that be crazy? How many movies have we had in the X-Men? We've never actually seen a real Sentinel battle. No. The never. most we got was Days was of Future Days Past. Days of Future Past. Barely. Not even. They just kind of stood there. <laughs> or you saw the you saw the Sentinel head in uh oh Last Stand. Yeah, the the when they fight in the danger room or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and that was better because at least that one was comic accurate, like the face. Mm-hmm. All the other ones in Days of Future Past weren't like it was like a prototype one, and then the future one. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I'm like, and then I'm like, hopefully, MCU. What what they they don't just take the epic battles of the X Men and translate that to movie because like yeah that's great for cinematically and all that other stuff but a lot but for the most part a lot of X Men stories aren't them fighting Magneto one Magneto or Apocalypse and all no stuff. I want to see them take them dealing it like, with the prejudice like prejudice and the racism or yeah them fucking, the daily lives yeah the daily lives of the X Men or them fucking playing baseball and using their powers to play baseball. And granted, that might not be as exciting for a movie, like a whole movie. No, but at least show it. Like, make me... But yeah, at least show it. Like, you didn't even show... Like, they didn't even really show that in the movies. Like, they good, the good fact that they are a school. Yeah, they don't do a good job of showing you the school aspect of the X-Men. And that's really what made X-Men Evolution so much fun to me. Yeah. Whatever. And Feige, we trust. <laughs> Let's hope that one of those like slated movies is an X Men movie. But yeah, I saw I saw a meme that said the the, the way they introduce uh, X Men into the universe now is they said, well, three cosmically powerful gamma radiation snaps happened on Earth, all within a span of five years. And it mutates people. Mm, maybe it mutates people. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. The same either. thing. Same issue of if you make mut- mutants not have a history. Then you can't get characters like Apocalypse, Wolverine. Like it takes away from the history of Xavier, Magneto. Oh, Wolverine is now a uh, eighteen-year-old. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they didn't do that in Evolution. <laughs> and maybe you could say, well, the Time Stone is part of the Infinity Gauntlet, so maybe the snap permeated permeated through, through time, time and space. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I like the snap being a, a beacon for like a Kang or something else, or Galactus or something. Could I have that much radiation energy? Like I feel dispersed? like anything Kang is more he's time, so it wouldn't summon Kang. Oh yeah, I'm more talking them about them breaking that. time yeah. is what going through time in the quantum realm, I mean. But the snap, I mean like like a Galactus. Like, oh, what's that energy on that planet? I'm gonna eat the fuck out of that. <laughs> but then you get Galactus before Fantastic Four? I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. I do want Silver Surfer in the MCU. That'd be fucking awesome. I do want Silver Surfer in the MCU. So maybe that's one of the movies going forward. Mm. But uh, speaking of movies going forward, well, this movie... has been pushed forward. Avatar. They pushed it back even more. Wait, what? The the sequel? Yeah. Because they got skirt. <laughs> Endgame breaking all the records. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Avatar 2 was supposed to come out next year, December 18th, 2020. 
But now it's been pushed to December 17th, 2021. Wow, a whole year. Yeah. Avatar 3 was supposed to come out on December 17th, 2021. But now Avatar 3 is coming out December 22nd, 2023. So they so pushed that years. back two years. Who the fuck cares about a sequel to Likewise, Avatar? Likewise, Avatar 4 was supposed to come out December 19th, 2025. But now it's coming out. Wait. There's an Avatar 4? Wait, no. It was it was supposed to no he, yeah it's Avatar two three four and five so yeah no <laughs> Avatar four was supposed to come out December twentieth twenty twenty four but now it's December nineteenth twenty twenty five so a year and Avatar five is still slated to open December seventeenth twenty twenty seven I don't give a fuck <laughs> nobody gives a fuck eight years from now I'm supposed to be excited about an Avatar fifth movie like I don't give what. The movie was done up for the first movie. Like, there was no, like, uh, opening for a sequel. So they have four no, more supposedly movies. Supposedly the sequel is supposed to be under the underwater world. What underwater world? Exactly. There is an underwater world. But they're cat people. How are they going to go underwater? Well, is it the same characters? They're going to be breathing cat people. <laughs> okay. With gills. They've evolved gills now. Now it's Aquaman Avatar. But that's supposedly what the second Avatar is supposed to take place in the under- underwater world. I hate this. I hate everything about this. <laughs> Uh, I man, James Cameron, what the fuck? <laughs> but I mean, we say that, and then next thing you know, ends up. Not, it's not gonna do maybe what the first one does, but most of a lot of James Cameron movies have been very successful at the box office. Think about Terminator, Titanic. Yeah, Avatar. but those were the franchises at their at their height. This is how far, how long has it been since Avatar? We've we've gone so far beyond. Yeah, yeah, but that was the year after the first Iron Man. We're beyond blue cat people at this point, all right? I've seen purple aliens. I've seen blue aliens. I've seen green aliens. I've seen talking trees. I've but seen I mean, thunder. But I mean, we say that, but then he might come out. Because what made the part of the reason that Avatar was so successful IMAX? was because he leaned, he was like one of the first ones to lean into the, I like the IMAX 3D okay. aspect. So who? Who um, knows what new technology or whatever he might unveil? Yeah, unless it's like a, a like new VR. Know, like, supposedly there's rumors of like, he like cracked like 3D without glasses. If that's the case, I feel like this movie's gonna do shit ton of money. How's that possible? I don't when they have to change the know. screens and the IMAXs? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> but if he does, like if there's another, if he does have another new technology, that's that's gonna get people to, a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Avatar, the first Avatar was a gimmick. Yeah. Okay. That's why I made so much money because people looked at the 3D and how beautiful it looked. Yeah, I know it's Blue Cat Pocahontas, but look at the 3D, motherfucker. Like, it's just crazy. Nobody's (laughs) nobody's like, Avatar was so great because of the story. It's because of the gimmick of how it looked. I'm not going to lie. I like the movie, though. (laughs) I I did like Avatar. So, Jake Sully. If he has a new technology. It may, maybe. I'm not going to put it past him. Maybe he'll unveil Skynet. (laughs) Like a a real Skynet. But uh, speaking of more unveiling and things getting pushed back, so now uh, the new Mutants movie, <laughs> which was originally supposed to come out this year, <clears throat> April 13th, then it got pushed back to February, February of next year, now it's being pushed back again. To August 2nd of next year. Sweet. 
I mean, am I, am I losing sleep over New Mutants? No. <laughs> the premise looked kind of interesting, but I'm not like so invested. I'm like, oh my God, I need this now. <coughs> oh, I'm dying. How much? Oh, no, no, April. No, it's been pushed back to April 3rd. <gasps> oh my God. Of next year. No, no. Isn't that great? <laughs> sure. I'm dying. Well, uh,. I'm almost done. Is that what you were about to ask? Yes. <laughs> like, please. But yeah, so uh, also, uh, something that's kind of interesting, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm a fan. So basically, there's a real life story of an African who was one of the first samurai in the world. I think his name is Yasuki. And so they're doing a, uh, uh, a movie about him. And... He's the first black man to set foot on Japanese soil. And Yasuki arrives aroused. And he ar- ar- arrives aroused? <laughs> Yasuki's arrival aroused the interest of Nobugan, Nobunaga, a ruthless warlord seeking to unite the fractured country under his banner. A complex relationship developed between the two men as Yasuki earned Nobuganda's respect, friendship, and ultimately the honor uh, and title of a samurai. Okay, pause. You know, like every time you talk like that, away from the mic, it's like it changes the audio, right? Well, I'm talking loud. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You gotta <laughs> well, talk fuck, directly fuck, into the fuck mic. Fuck your mic. Okay, well, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so and it's based on a true story. The the first African samurai. So they're basically doing a movie about that. And guess who was cast as an African samurai? Notice how I emphasize. Yeah, the fact you emphasize yeah. that much. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Is it a black person at least? Yes. <laughs> Young guy or old guy? He's already playing an African. That's why I said African. T'Challa? Yes. <laughs> wow. I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> yeah. Only because I'm like... Well, I'm sure some executives saw him doing the accent. And that's why I was like, like... Oh, he's African, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, no, sir, he's American. What? But his accent is so good. <laughs> I'm like, I like Chadwick. Bo- and then I'm, I'm like... so, and I, And I saw this meme <laughs> and I was like so basically they said so so Chadwick Boseman is out seeking all the niggafinity stones <laughs> the niggafinity stones cause there was like he played he's already playing an African prince nigga he's oh playing he played he played a, 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 a the godfather of soul nigga <laughs> and, and James Brown he played a baseball nigga he played a light skin nigga playing Thurgood Marshall which yeah. he's not even light skin that's true <laughs> and now he's playing now he's playing a samurai nigga <laughs> <laughs> so he's just, and I said I said the same thing less less because I don't like that word, but I thought that meme was funny. Yeah. But I'm like, so yeah, they they got Chadwick Boseman out to play all the 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 high profile black people because like I mentioned, he played James Brown. I know that. He played I, Jackie, I already knew he was playing Jackie every Robinson, famous black guy. They had him play Thurgood Marshall, who Thurgood Marshall is not dark skin. Yeah, I mean, meme about that. Like he he was basically every black celebrity in history, yeah. and then on top of that, he's Black Panther. But now he's actually gonna be a black samurai. Yeah, now too. they got him playing the, the uh, a black samurai who's of a historical figure. Wow. But I'm like, what are you? What? So this is like the first black weeaboo, like the first <laughs> black person that wanted to be Japanese. It's like I'm glad there's telling this story. Like this sounds like an epic story that should be made into a movie. But I'm like, get somebody else who's actually African, or not? Just get somebody else. Do you want someone that's actually African though? That I, I I didn't even think that. I was just like, get somebody else. <laughs> oh. What what's his name? Um Indu oh, fuck. What's the guy uh Guardians of the Galaxy? Who? That guy. Uh Dijama Hansu. Yeah, he's African, right? 
That I'm not sure. Oh. I think he's British. What? I don't know. But it, his name is Dijon Hansu. What, what does that mean? It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a really African name. Uh, I only have other two other options: is him and Cottonmouth. Or get an unknown to make that role. I guess yeah, you could do that too. This is so funny. Oh, he's yeah. like, so he just heard to child's accent. It was like, yo, he's African, right? No, he's not. He's American. Whatever. <laughs> That's good enough. I'm like, so he's going to do the same accent? <laughs> I guess maybe he won't. Because he did say he made that accent up. For... Yeah, he made it up. He, he mixed mixed a bunch of different dialects together to make yeah. that. So maybe he won't. Maybe he'll do the different African accent. But you know, I, I'm sorry. Part of this has to be marketing. Because what people are going to see is... T'Challa is a samurai. You know, that's what people are going to put together. They're going to see like an African guy, T'Challa. That's not his name, but T'Challa. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was like, because, because granted, he's not, but at the same time, Black Panther's already caught a samurai. Or some Not a samurai, but you get what like I'm saying. Ninja. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, he's like ninja-esque. Yeah. So it's like, is this role really any different? Like, I'm for it. <laughs> I'm still for it. I get what you're saying. I, I, it'd be cool if they actually. We did already that. got him as a ninja in Black Panther two and three, and yeah, seems like he's been trying to do a lot more, a lot more movies recently. He was just, he was just in something. He was like a cop or something. Well, that's not out yet. Oh, it's not out yet. No, but that was oh. the trailer. But I'm like, get somebody else. <laughs> he's hot right now. Did you get it? <laughs> he's coming off that Black Panther money. He got massive cheers in Infinity War and Endgame just for showing up. <laughs> like, all he did was show up. You're Bombay. Give me a paycheck. <laughs> but yeah, be hot in something else. <laughs> but speaking of getting somebody else, so there's talks that Michael Rooker is going to be uh, King Shark in uh, Suicide Squad. Again, this is a choice because they saw that fin. <laughs> the fin on his head in Guardians of the Galaxy. Granted, Michael Rooker came out and said it's not true, but... Benedict Cumberbatch said he's not Doctor Strange, yeah. and that ended up not being that ended up being a lie. And he is Doctor Strange. That's what makes sense, right? Because James Gunn's working on it. Yeah, because James Gunn's working on it. That's why I was like, eh. mm. that'd be cool. Better than fucking Killer Croc. BT. <laughs> nah, shorty, I'm beautiful. But so who knows? Anyway, finally, I wanted to save the trash for the end. <laughs> okay. Is Daenerys in this news? <laughs> Close. Really? Okay. But uh, David Nutter, who's the director of last week's episode. It's the best name ever. He nuts all over you. Yeah, nuts all over the show, apparently. But because uh, there was a lot of talk about people being upset that uh, that John didn't have a moment. Like, hug the fucking wolf. Oh, pet the do- yeah, pet, pet, pet the dog. The, yeah, pet the dog. Do something. He's a like, good boy. The memes were just, just, just look at him and walk off. Like, that was trash. So basically, they came out and said, the reason they didn't do that is because it cost so much money to make the CG wolves that it would have cost even more money to have him actually, like, walk over and interact with the wolf. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to save that for other stuff. Bullshit. Okay. And then they said, and ultimately, it ended up being more powerful. No. That, Let me read I, I, I saw that quote, too. I'm like, What? And what universe do you think just staring at your dog and walking away is more yeah. powerful? Since the direwolves are kind of CG creations, we felt the best to keep it as simple as possible. And I think it played out much more powerfully powerfully that way. No, the fuck it didn't. No, it didn't. You're wrong as hell. It, you know why I know it wasn't powerful? Because I barely registered it. It wasn't until the internet was up in arms about like, yo, they didn't even have him pet his goddamn dog. And all the hilarious memes that came out of that, that I, I, I was just like, wow, yeah, that's a good point. Because there was nothing there. Like for that to be their last moment together, possibly, 
bro. How many how many times is that? Yeah, that dog is like ride and ride or die. Yeah, he ran into the front on the front lines against the zombie army and, and somehow shots. survived, even though you don't have any power yeah. to take out a couple a scratches wife. and a missing ear. Yeah, <laughs> so powerful, my ass. It just shows, like even the Starbucks thing. Like, what are they doing this season? Which they ended up digitally removing. Oh yeah, I saw that. Too little, too late. But all right, it just seems like I mean, you you kind of called it with the six episodes being too few. I feel like maybe they are rushing it just to get to Star Wars. Like, I mean, I've heard that Game of like HBO actually wanted a full season order, but they chose to make it six. And when they they chose six, I thought that was because they had a story in mind for those six. And I think part of it is probably because they do want to wrap up because every season. There's no guarantee that even Emilia Clark is going to live because every season she has like a, a stroke, a brain aneurysm Whoa. or whatever. Wait, what? I t- you didn't know about that? No. Uh, Yeah, she has like an issue. Like, so literally like every season, like they didn't know, even back in the first season, they didn't know she was going to, they didn't think she was going to make it. What? Like she's been in the hospital, like pretty basic, like I said, basically every season. She's got like an aneurysm or something? Like what, what do you, what's wrong with her? Just like something with her brain, oh, like she keeps, she keeps having to go undergo brain brain surgery. She talked about it in an uh, interview. So I mean, maybe that's no. I'm not gonna give that. I don't think that's the reason why they decided to make it six episodes, though. They did it just because they thought that they they had something and they could do it in six. But clearly, well, no, I'm pretty sure that's in the back of their mind too. Because it's like if Daenerys, like if Amelia Clark dies, that's our show right there. That's true. Can't really do anything without her. Like, granted, you can make the argument. Well, Spartacus died, and but that was season one. It's like. Yeah, it's different. It's different. You can't just replace Daenerys season eight and be like, yeah. it's the same person. Like, uh, no date. She's she's a faceless woman, but she got stuck. The face got stuck on her. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Okay. Well, fuck the show. <laughs> fuck Game of Thrones. And I guess that's it for the episode, right? That's the end of the news. Yeah, that's it. All right, let's get out of here because I'm fucking crashing. Like, I'm surprised I was able to hold out this long. This is for you guys. This is for everyone out there listening right now. I'm sick, but I still did this for you. Like, I was even like, able to channel like, energy. Just like when I'm sick, and I'm still. Yeah, but I was, I was bad. Like this morning, I woke up like at six in the morning, like just shivering. Somebody, you were bad. I had the flu. <laughs> were you in the podcast? You had the flu? Yes. That's why I'm sick right now. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like next week we have John Wick and the end of Game of Thrones. Man, I didn't know I had the flu, but yeah. Bastard. <laughs> but yeah, so we have Game of Thrones, the end of John Wick, or the end of Game of Thrones, John Wick. Uh, season finale of Flash and Arrow. I'm gonna try and watch those and at least give like a little bit of a wrap up for the CW this season. You gotta watch the ending, man. We got we gotta ride these fucking ships to the fucking the the bottom of the ocean. Become Davy Jones. <laughs> am I am I Cersei though? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we'll we'll embrace as the 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 we'll hold hands as <laughs> yeah everything collapses around us. <laughs> the Flash doesn't make any sense. Game of Thrones doesn't make any sense. <laughs> But at least we'll have John Wick. So maybe you call my, you call my machine. I'll call yours. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, it's been this week's episode of Blur Vision. I've been your host Jordan with Michael, and we will see you next week. Peace. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor.